fucking hanging too long here. We actually got people in the comments. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the fucking Renegade Butcher Show. Different fucking kind of episode tonight. As you can see, we've got guests. we got people. Uh, if anybody else really wants to pop on, you're welcome to. But uh, had requests tonight for, like, let's do a different kind of show. Just, like, round table uh, talking about content creation. Like, if you're getting started in this kind of shit. I'm not an expert. This douche over here probably knows way more about it than Wait, I do. Not? He makes a whole lot. <laughs> He makes a whole. Hitch my wagon. You're not an expert. I'm not an expert. No. Well, not on on content creation. <laughs> but hey, we're, I ain't we're an expert on much else either. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I pretend. I'd say less of an idiot, but I'm not sure. Just depends. It just depends. And oh, we got another one in the in the bucket back down here. Look at that. Hey, he is. Wow. All right, there let's. Uh, well, okay. well, why don't here you all go. talk at the same time? I know. We it's can. Crazy. Uh, we always do. We all, we, usually, what happens? Yeah. <laughs> so hey, anyway, uh, I know we've got a, we've got a handful of people here who are quote unquote veterans or actually have some sort of content they put out regularly, and we got a couple of people who are trying to get some stuff started. I know James has got a channel he's had going for a while over here, but uh, it's it's you know small start. Kyle just got his started. So yeah. I guess let me throw this over. Let's just go around. I, uh, I'm thinking about starting a YouTube channel and I was wondering how to get started. Could you guys help me? Oh, you think so, Brian? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, met well, this I was going to let's Josh. go around for the, <laughs> let me, let me do this. The three of Please. us that actually have active YouTube channels, let's put you up here at the top. Um, so for us, let's oh, go around. Segregation. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and well, so right. let's go around quick, real quick. Real quick first for like about a 10-minute blurb, each of us, and just maybe not like 10 minutes, just real quick. Holy shit, 10 minutes? Right, 10 minutes of pace? That's an hour, minutes. dude. I need you guys <laughs> to lay out. I'm eating up a whole podcast with listening to three then... people talk. No, I'm kidding. No, just, Josh so, is like, like, I need hours on my Spotify, guys. Just give me 10 minutes each. That'll be 50 minutes, and then we'll talk though? about the topic after. Listen, All here's right, what's going to happen. All so, three of us are going to go for an hour. And I'm gonna no, stop. No, we're not gonna do, do that. three we're separate episodes. Josh, is, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta clip this all up and and put out episodes so I can get to episode fifty sooner. That's exactly what I was oh, yeah, that's I don't, I don't want to have to give away that shit. I promise. If we're I get to episode the next 50. eleven episodes right now, guys. Okay, this is episode one. In twenty minutes, we're starting episode two. If I get to a thousand subscribers before I hit episode fifty, uh, come on, guys! I'll, I'll give away like 17, uh, 17 spice of the month clubs. Uh, he gets to like nine hundred and ninety-seven. He's like episode fifty, boob done. <laughs> Didn't make it. Screw y'all. Done. <laughs> no, guys. All right. So, really briefly, then I guess I shouldn't say ten fucking minutes. In a short little, Brian, we're gonna start with you. If you were starting out today, putting out like a podcast, YouTube, whatever you were doing, what would be your first steps? How would you get going? And we'll just go across and then we can answer some questions from these guys. What, what would I do now? Yeah. I'd start. In, in 2023, if you started all over, how would you start today? And detected at your back door. Oh fuck! Ooh. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the <laughs> I need one floor. of those. Back door uh, today. Today, hey, if I were to start, floor? well, the the thing that I didn't do was start for two years. Right. The, I started <laughs> and I started and I just kept going. 
Um, I've done pretty much every weekday other than a sick break for a couple weeks when I couldn't even get out of bed and some travel holidays, things like that. Uh, every morning for a half an hour, at least for what, over a year now. Um, but it was two years before I started. So I have a hundred, uh, 375 odd episodes right now. Um, I would have two years more than that. Uh, and the growth that I've seen in myself and my ability after a year, after a year and a half, uh, if I had started two years before this, where I would be right now is where I would, I want to be now, not where I am now. So start, just do it. Um, you, you suck. And I don't, I'm don't, (laughs) I don't feel bad saying that when you start something, you fucking suck at it you do that's just you don't know what you're doing and you're not going to know what you're doing until you do it and see what works and see how to do it and figure out a workflow and figure out how you want to do it and what you like and what your style is you don't know that until you do it so just do it and figure it out nobody's fucking watching nobody cares don't care if it sucks they don't they'll probably like it and they'll probably say some people will say shitty things and some people will say great things you know they're lying you know your shit sucks and they're they're trying to pump you up and they're trying to make you feel good so feel good about it that you're doing it right see that I, was I always like the thing i said super polished... oh, go ahead that was the always, i always tried to explain to my wife because i just i we don't have cable i just watch youtube and whatever streaming services we have but like i've always said to my wife it's like there are these huge creators especially like in like somewhat of the meat but in like hunting and like just diy stuff that it's like they've gotten so huge that now they depend on it and they can't like post certain things or do certain stuff and i've always said the best youtube videos are the ones that randomly pop up that it's a guy who has never held a camera in his life but he knows exactly what he's doing and it well, go look, go look at the videos. The go look at the videos of the bigger guys now, like the yeah. Wrangles yeah. cars, the the Jack's vehicle. Go watch Jack's videos from like eight years ago, ten years ago. Go listen right. to his podcast in the Jetta days. Listen to his podcast in the Jetta days, and yeah, <laughs> you'll laugh. You'll you'll be like, right. so he was having a meltdown the other day on that live because he couldn't figure out the sheer the, the screen shares. We're laughing. And when he started, like, he would great. just lose his mind. Yep. while he was driving yep. <laughs> it's great but see you know i i personally as somebody who's watching somebody else's content that's what i connect with because it's like this is real this guy's here really doing it it's nitty-gritty i don't want perfect i don't want polished i don't want to watch somebody who's sitting here and has their their half million dollar editing team to make this all look nice i want to hear from the regular guy who's out there just doing his i shit. i fell into that by default Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the not editing, the the one take and go. Uh, one, because I was working full time when I started it. And two, I didn't have I was very limited on data um, in a month. So right. I had to make the most of my data. So it went live to seven different places and it uh, got downloaded as an audio file. I didn't even download the video from StreamYard and it went up to my RSS feed. Um, and then distributed everywhere. So basically I had um, a video upload, one video upload, one audio download and one audio upload 
and no editing time because I had to go to work. I did everything I needed to do between six and seven fifteen, and then I went and worked for at least eight hours after I was done. So it was out of necessity, and now it's kind of my deal. Like I'm okay with it. I'm okay with mistakes. I'm okay with staying stupid shit. Um, It is. Editing gives you an excuse to not. Editing gives you an excuse to not do it because you want it all to be too perfect. And you won't put it up until it's perfect enough. So you never put content out. And I did that for a fucking half a year. Well, and yeah, I was one know. of those, I was one of those audio guys back in the nineties. You know, I, I did the, I did all the audio, the, the, the car stereos and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell when you're cutting your audio. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't care how good you are. I mean, I do. I mean, obviously right. there's, there's people that can do it where you can't tell, but if you're a podcaster editing your shit yourself, you yeah. can hear it. It sounds oh, yeah. fake. I'm sorry. I'm yep. sorry. It does. It does. Yep. Even yep. me, even me editing just these three videos, I've been watching videos and go, oh, that was an edit. Like, oh, that was one. Yeah. But you like, done and it, the yeah. more you do it, the what more you What were you hiding? But it's yeah. like even small <laughs> stuff that I never thought of. Because it's like, yep. I'm just doing it on my phone yep. right now. And it's the like. The flash is the, the, non, the non-normal verbal cadence. Yeah. Right. Well, with me, it's like I was looking at it. I was doing the pig fence yesterday. There would be moments in time because I time lapse a lot of it because it's like, again, you're not going to stand there for an hour and watch me do this. But it's like there were moments where I I might depend on the camera view. Right. (laughs) There's a lot of ass shots in that last one. But um, there would be oh, Brian's like, would... no, I want the real time now. Right. <laughs> oh, there would be moments where I'd walk off screen and like go and grab a tool or something, and it would be like ten Show seconds. Show what your daddy made you. <laughs> right. Ten seconds where I'm just not in frame, and it's like I'm not going to leave that in the time lapse. There's no point. You might so as you well. Like... You might as well. <laughs> no, no. There's there's some of these those high end high dollar people that that my husband watches all the time on mechanics and stuff. They walk away all the time. The guy's got millions of followers and millions of viewers on, mm-hmm. on a, you know, he put his, uh, I can't think of what his name is. Musty, musty. Uh, musty. musty. No, no, musty. honest, honest to God, that's his name. He's like up in New England somewhere and he, he works in on cars and stuff. And his videos go up about nine o'clock on Sundays because he watches them after I leave for church. And, um, and, and the guy, I mean, he does, he walks away all the time. You see him scoot his little tripod. You see, and he, he, you, in 10 minutes after his video goes up, he's got, you know, five or 8,000 views already, you right. know, because he's got such a huge audience. And it doesn't, you know, depending on what you do. Now, my lives are just like this. I'm sitting here, right. so I, I don't really care. But when I do a video, it's going to be cooking or something. And so there's going to have to be, like when I do the one, yeah. one I'm getting ready to work on, you're, I'm not going to sit there and watch the refrigerator for 24 hours while something cools. Right. I'm either going to have it pre-staged. I'm going to fix something and live, have it ready. Live cam. Yeah, or I'm going to piece it together. Watch the bread dough rise yeah. with Robin Holtz. <laughs> there you go. I think we Sourdough play, cool. I play gospel music in the fridge overnight. <laughs> it rise up a little it's like when a giraffe is about to have a baby in a zoo somewhere. It's just oh, yeah. a live yeah. No, I don't. But yeah, no, I mean, no, I, Cam, and you tip with lightning to adjust the, the room temperature. <laughs> <laughs> but I have sent ruined the, my pl- bread. <laughs> yeah, playing with uh, clapper and playing with um, 
uh, TikTok and some of those other ones, I have set it up and just let it run while I'm letting the birds out or feeding them or whatever. I mean, that's right. like really dull. Right. I mean, who's nobody's excited about well, that? I think but you're right. Just start. And I, I set up a YouTube channel years before and I had like one or two or three little things around the house and I just didn't get into it very much. And I only just actually started trying to and i'm not as good as the rest of the guys there but i i've only tried started trying to do this like last fall so i just had my yesterday was my 54th podcast live because i do two a week but i don't know i don't have i've got like i don't know 70 or 80 80 videos on rumble and i've got nobody nobody wants to hear Oh, the yeah. Renegade Butcher Show. There so go. yeah, you're way ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but people listen and watch your stuff. Nobody's. I've got like 30, 30 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, it's yeah, just pathetic. The thing is, it, it's, well, it's sorry, my, my channel. Worlds. My channel's like nine years old. Yeah, yeah. people do this yeah. shit forever. But it, yeah. it depends on the topic. It depends on where and how yeah. you're marketing it. I think. Yeah, nobody wants to hear what I've got to say. I just have the urge to say it. So the other thing, though, is I took a different approach right away early on from the beginning of how I market the podcast mm -hmm. versus just, you know, I'm out there building a, a community of people, too, right. along with all of that. And I've been pushing that. And I've been watching, like, what this guy does and what Jack does. And I've been trying to look at what does work in my industry yeah. and in the podcasting industry from the yeah. get-go i'm not I've saying that been... i'm like super successful or anything yeah. like that i'm far no, no, from that but you what's cable over there in the about the goal the plan and the... section eight or did anyone make a plan on what if there was a goal what the end was right right what's, what's, my, what's my what was my goal i had i had incremental goals that changed um as as it grew um, I had a goal of getting a video up and getting a video that had a hundred views. And then I had a goal of getting a hundred subscribers. And I had a goal yep. of getting 250 subscribers. I had a goal of getting a thousand views on a video, then 500 mm -hmm. subscribers, and then a thousand subscribers. It's all about incremental goals, yeah. where you're at, what the next step is, what the next, right. um, maybe I want, now my goal is I want 20, um, average 20 live viewers for my show in the morning yeah right well I, I think what's we've been talking about two different things kind of here and a lot of us are doing a hybrid of them which right. i think it's important to talk about the difference so you've got your guys who you put up video content mm -hmm. and that's going to be your stuff like your, your youtube videos your shorts you know your tiktoks and all that stuff and there's going to be some type of editing with stuff like that you're doing a demonstration type thing it's a fairly polished product you're talking about one thing and it's going up there and it's to be rewatched. Obviously right. my live, they're going to be rewatched, but the live stream and the podcasting is more of a conversational style. Right. That is more of the, I'm talking to you. We have guests on, we're doing interviews, that sort of thing. And all three of us up top here are doing some combination of both of those things, but they are two different things. So, right. you know, as far as the editing goes, I don't, when it comes to like my podcast, the audio side, I don't ever want to dictate with the editing i mean i may add an audio clip here or there when i upload the audio side but i like ripping the lives and just going with that that's my style it doesn't have to be the only way to do it but that's the only way i'll get it done and i know that for a fact if i'm putting out like an educational youtube video or i'm doing like my spice videos and things like that there's some editing that has to happen but i'm also yeah. making myself get in a routine of i know i'm doing i i do this video every time or don't you know every tuesday i have this style video i do on this time I have this style video I do on this time. 
and maybe I'll throw some other stuff in here and there as I go. But if I don't have a routine, that's the biggest thing for me. I, if you listen to my podcast for the good six, eight months there of me just barely occasionally putting something out and it was half dog shit when I did, it's because I never sat down and made myself keep to a schedule to do it. So I think if you want to do something like that, where you want to release like a podcast type thing, or you want a regular live conversational style content, you've got to set a schedule, not only for yourself, so you'll do it, but so your guests know when the fuck to listen to you, right? when to expect stuff from you. And that's what yeah. my downfall was really, I was bad at it at first. And mine, I had to actually make myself easier to do it. So, well, but you have a schedule. You, you, we know for the lives going to go right for, for the lives. I don't for right. the pre recorded stuff, and I, I've got to work on that. I've never been good with that kind of uh, that's why um, I keep my pre recorded shit to a minimal because I, <laughs> I know I know what I can and can't do. You have to you have to budget your time, what you're able to do, and you don't so, have to do like three, four freaking lives and and two videos or whatnot a week either. Don't so don't if you're getting started with this, no. don't feel like you have to jump in and do that either. No. But find out what works for you, and the other thing is. This is all social media shit that I found. And I've heard the same thing from everybody here, from Tim, from Jack. It's if you lose momentum, you're dead in the water. If you stop and you you have a routine and you keep going and you're doing this thing and then you just eh, take three or four weeks off because I don't feel like it and you come back to it. It's like starting from zero. Right. You know? yeah. So yeah. don't pick something that is sustainable that you can do and do that. And if you can work some extras in, great. But don't set yourself up to fail by biting off more than you can chew right off the bat. Right. Oh, that's where I'm at. I'm working yeah. 14 hours a day going through some pretty heavy crap right now. <clears throat> I mean, when I got home, I texted you and said, yeah, I'm interested in coming on. And I sat down and I straight up fell asleep. Didn't even mean to. And then I woke up 20 minutes before we started this. And I was like, okay, I'll come on. Yep. <clears throat> but... I mean, when I'm working 14 hours a day, never knowing what my schedule is going to be, never knowing where I'm going to be held up, and never knowing if I'm going to have my kids, it's I'll drop four or five videos that are completely unedited. Just I'll just bang them out one day. Boom, boom, boom. You get three right. videos. And then I'm radio silent for a little while. Not because, I, not because I'm avoiding it. I have ideas. I don't have time. Right. Right. No, the kids are the juggle for sure. Like, put them on a list. Just put <laughs> yeah. them on a list. You get you can, to them you when can, you get to them. Well, you right. can always upload a video and either set it to private or to to release yeah. later on. You could you could well, sit down like, one afternoon gonna... and make four or five videos and then and then schedule them to come one out every other day. And you just know well, you're going to have constant videos released until you're ready to get some more in the can. Right. Well, the 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 thing that I I don't get is like why does it matter if i can bang out three videos in a day why not release them all as i get them done because the algorithm picks them up and spreads them out at a different rate that and and it's like watching your favorite television show you know when it's coming on so you know to sit down in front of the tv and tune it to that i am so no they know television right, show. right well if you think about it though if you if that's of, but the point on the side of a consumer yeah, you know? James. the The thing is, is, is it's not whether you watch television. It's it's who your who who your audience is going to be and how they're going to behave. And the average person still watches some form of. Hey, a, James. A show. Hey, James. When when do my when do my podcast air? 
your podcast goes at 7 a.m. for me. Every yeah. morning. And you know to expect it. And if he misses right. a day, everybody like goes, Wait, it must be Saturday because Brian's show's not on. Why is Brian's show not on? Well, you see, it, or... That works. I woke up this morning and yeah. went and looked at my phone and I was like, ah, it's Saturday. You don't realize how well it like, works until you, you miss it. it. You don't realize. Well, when, I, when I got sick and I couldn't do my show, <laughs> it was painful for me. Oh, because sure. I knew I was breaking a habit people had had accumulated over nine months. Right. That's how I and knew I he was really sick. Up. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I was, I was, I couldn't get out of bed. So it was, right? it was, I couldn't, I had that brain fog too, where I couldn't even put a sentence together. So right. that was really good podcasting. Well, the day I got up and tried to do it and the, the dog right. puked on the floor and I was like, I don't even, can't even fucking think. <laughs> it was a four it. minute episode and I uploaded it as an episode. <laughs> so think about it this way though. Like when it, this has been going on for the longest time, you think of authors. You've got a series that's coming out. That's why a cliffhanger works. That's why movies with sequels work because we we watch it, we think about it, we listen to it, and then we're waiting. That anticipation builds. We're waiting for the next one to come out. Marvel Universe. If it all came out, if if a big a big series released all their movies at the same time, they wouldn't do nearly as well. No, you get bored. Dude, drop that ne- drop that nest link in the comments. I'm curious. I got it open on my phone. Um, and I'm just testing to see how it works with just my computer volume and my voice. Uh, I put oh, it in the mean, private chat. Oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. Okay. Let me uh, see here. Okay, if somebody that's on uh, Noster could just click that link and check out what it sounds like over there. Yeah, um, over I can't here. hear it. Otherwise, it'll backfeed, I'm sure. Right. Popping over. All right, cool. Yeah, if anybody wants to test that. And then K-Bong uh, wants to know about marketing more. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. So, well, as far as the marketing side of it, I mean, I'm not even going to say or pretend I'm like a marketing expert in any way. But I think you you should if you're going to put some kind of content out, come up with what is it? What is your brand? Create that brand and stick to it and promote that idea. Stick to that idea. Now, here I am on a butcher podcast talking with a bunch of guys about content creation because I had to open up my my, you know, sphere of what i do a little bit just so i had enough content to do but it's related it is all related um as far as the actual marketing itself you have to realize this isn't just about you putting something out there and having people like go out and like it and send you youtube comments you have to build a community you have to build connections you have to network so if you notice when i shifted gears and changed stuff back in January and I decided if I'm going to do this, I need to take it serious. What was one of the things I really did? I buckled down and really started focusing on the telegram group because that's where I had the most traction. And I focused more on my TikTok stuff because it's where I had the most growth. So I focus on what does work and I experiment and I try those other things. But at the same time, then I'm taking my other stuff that I'm doing and nesting that in and combining it so that everything else that I'm doing that I'm selling, whether it's local stuff, whether it's my seasoning projects, whether it's other podcasts that I'm on, it's all pointing back to one thing, back to the brand, back to the podcast, which it's all nested together into one seamless sort of of deal. You don't want to confuse people. If you have, and I did this at first too, I'd have four different businesses with a bunch of different names and all these different projects. This is my consulting business. This is my seasoning stuff. This is my deer business. And it's just, people can't keep track of that shit. They can barely keep track of their own life. So yeah. 
pick a uh, pick a, a point to focus on and market that and build all of your stuff around that. Yep. Bring them here, please. Well, I think that's uh, my thing. I'm not like I'm not worried about having content, like. Yeah. But that's just what I'm doing. Like, I'm doing a channel about everything I'm doing during the day, whether it's between working in the right, shop right. or working on the farm. Like, right. Well, I that's know... that's why I changed it from being the Liberty Meat Chat and Liberty Meat Podcast to the Renegade Butcher Show because it's right. about me. I, I'm going right. to talk about me because we're I'm a butcher, but right. I can also talk about whatever the hell else. If I want to talk about anarchy, if I want to talk about content creation, great. It's easy to pigeonhole yourself. That's important. What if you want to talk about buttholes? I could. I could totally do a we podcast could. about buttholes if we really wanted to. Oh, you definitely uh, could yeah. do a podcast about buttholes. We've been talking about them all day. I was going to say, no, no pun intended. If you want to hear about you buttholes, you have touched on it a couple times. Join all these buttholes in the Telegram group, and I'm sure the topic He's never touched up. my butthole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we got we got a new new joiner down oh, here. Crusher. Oh, uh, I'm still <laughs> mad you didn't call Thanos. It's the eyes. It's the eyes. <laughs> oh shit. but there we go well yeah so i mean how big is he now right. james how much does he weigh i'm not weighing him but he's like more than doubled in size i'd say 40 50 coming up yeah no, he's maybe gotta not. be what no nah, like, like 35 eight, he's eight, like 30 pounds nine weeks his head looks way bigger when, when you didn't have the body on screen his head's just huge <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I mean, his head's like his head looks bigger than yours. I know he's closer to the camera. He's closer, yeah. It's on the he's iPad. He's cute. He's got really cool face face markings. Yeah. He's yeah. gonna, yeah. Everybody says he's. I'm not gonna have a problem breeding him. He's, he's gonna shitting in the truck. No, Dude, just just make sure you buy him dinner first. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Canadian farm stay out here. Yep. Lips and assholes. Kyle, does that dog look a lot like your dad? <laughs> <laughs> James was figuring uh, wouldn't have trouble breeding him. About no, right. no, no. No, the scary uh, thing is my dad looks basically like me, just aggressively gay. Like that's it. Like so just like you. So just like you. Just like you. Way worse. You is he really? Right is he really? Oh yeah. Oh. So, so I, I, so I've, I've, um, Your beard? <laughs> I've actually gone down this road a couple of times because I, I worked at a gay bar for a week, uh, back when I was young in I my twenties, uh, somebody needed to, uh, somebody needed a break and they needed to have a fill in. And I was, I worked with them in a different bar. Right. Really cool guy. He's like, dude, would you, will you cover my shifts for a week or two? Um, I got to go out of town, and if I don't have my shift shit f filled, I lose my job. Yeah, whatever. I mean, this is back when I was going to raves. I had, like, earrings and, like, all over in my ears and my nipples pierced. I was in, Ooh, like, Kyle. good shape. Um, dude, I never got better tips in my life. <laughs> so when I was 16, so my dad left when I was, like, three. But mm. he was still kind of in the picture, one of those things. When mm. I was 16, like... At the point where you're trying to learn life lessons and figure out what you're going to do with your life. So he was working at a country bar, just a straight country bar. And he's like, I get tips nonstop. I swear to God, it's great. I just get tips all the time. Granted, he is from Rhode Island. <laughs> Don't talk like that. So anyway, he goes, listen, when you're in college, a great thing to do, just like I'm doing 
go work at a gay bar and it makes life so much easier. You'll get a ton of tips and you don't have to worry about the distraction of like hooking up with people at work. I'm like, just having algebra. All right, that's fine. Oh, dude, I I definitely had my eyes on a lot of the clientele. It just didn't happen to be the ones that had their eyes on me. Right. Oh, listen, (laughs) at at age 21, I was like, man, there are no gay bars up here for me to make quick cash. This is ridiculous. (laughs) So you had to go to a truck stop. You know, guys, well, one of my my cousins was gay because he passed away years ago with lung disease. But... um, and everybody knew it and he didn't fit that limp-wristed stereotype but you know i used to wait tables and when and all of the guys that were waiters in the places they always made better tips than the women always so it wouldn't necessarily have to be a gay bar it's just you i mean well that's because we have more personality than the women probably well more than me i'm not i can wait tables but i'm not i'm not a gifted waitress my sister depends a lot on the venue because i can tell you right now you're not going to get more tips if you're in a strip club if you're a guy than if you're a woman (laughs) but it really depends it depends on on what you're getting tips on (laughs) it's also also like as a parent now just a funny reference to think back of of like Probably not going to pass that nugget of knowledge on to my kids. Well, no, I mean, it is it is something it is something to be wary of, though. Um, Right. The opportunity is there. Just because you work at a gay bar doesn't make you gay. And even if you're gay, who gives a shit? It's uh, Uh, a lot different now. I mean, it's 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 whether you're gay or not. But in the it's a lot different out there. Hey, Josh, didn't didn't those um, those banished book from the Bible? Wasn't he all about that shit in those, and that's why they took him out? Uh, dude, I, the apocrypha? I don't know. I, I really didn't uh, read anything about. I've been seeing TikToks there, about that left and right in uh, in this whole Bud Light controversy. Oh no, I, there's a lot. Of, I mean, you don't want to go. I mean, you guys don't want to get into that, but there's a lot of. Freezes mid beer sip. That's. Yeah, that's that's his punishment oh, for, for well, somehow fun. somehow we ended up uh, talking about getting tips working at a gay bar. So I think that's a good way to segue into <laughs> hey, though, speaking of tips, since we've all been fucking around with this Noster thing and all the fun stuff and Telegram the and all the tip, value for value. Please. But what do you guys think overall? What what's been your experience on the impact of combining like the social media network type stuff with your content creation. I mean, is that important? Is that a part of it? How does it tie in for you? I mean, go Brian. That way. What is it important? Yeah. Could you do what you're doing now without it? Would you have the same show without social media? Without your connect your community that you built, building that community. Um, the value for value aspect. I mean, that's where that's that was always my focus was building the community. Uh, I look at my my analytics on all my content daily. I look at my podcast downloads. I lo- I will look at my YouTube video views. I look at all my affiliate stuff. I look at everything. Um, the thing that matters most to me is how many one-on-one contacts I have with people that are a member of my community, whether that is a, a like or a comment or an interaction on Facebook or Noster or Twitter or MeWe, or uh, in Telegram, 
I gauge my day on my interaction with my community. Yeah. If if I build that and focus on that, everything else will take care of itself if I'm doing it right. And I don't even dig into analytics nearly the way that you and a couple other guys do. Like I, I just I just don't give a fuck. But the community aspect of it does. And in fact, for me, it's almost reverse. It's like the podcast. I get more excited when the podcast drives the community growth and me helping other people than me doing all the community shit, building my podcast and my audience. Well, like, I was the, way more excited the, when the, Kyle found found his way into here because he listened to my podcast randomly then i got some right. more podcast listeners because i happened to go and give somebody some advice to me that's just like that is the well, prize see me. i know i know i can get more podcast listens and i know i can get more video views if i go on jack's show i have plenty right. i could talk about on jack's show i could fill out the form 17 different ways um between uh you know just philosophy or the homestead or the RV thing or the transition or the cemetery. Thing. Like I have things I could go talk about for an hour. Like I could make it happen. Um, I don't want those listens right now. I'm building my community. Absolutely. And those listens are great and it is what needs to happen eventually. But at some point, yes, I'll shift gears and try to grow um, different channels. But right now, I want to grow that organically. Um, people that are in my community talking to other people, people finding my podcast, listening to it and deciding to join the community, not just being a guest on a huge podcast and people check it out. And, and yeah, obviously that's the growth pattern in the end. But right now I'm still focused on building that that core community. Yeah, I'll, I'll gauge more stuff off of how many active people are in telegram that are actually communicating with me than anything to do with my podcast. No, I love and it's telegram. not even just, and it's not even just <laughs> number go up in the telegram group either. Cause well, we've all been in groups where there's two, 3000 people and it's a total shit show and it's just spam. It's just, it's just dumb shit. It's just the same fear porn over and over again. And there's no actual active discussion. Don't get me wrong. You get in my group. There's a lot of bullshit that goes on. We'll get a bunch of yeah. gifts. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Oh, but everybody's yeah. having fun. Yeah. And, you know, Oh yeah. no! But actual discussion. Hey, hey, a comment that heterodox says there needs to be per more permaculture style podcast. Um, yes, permaculture is hard to talk about without visual aids. Same as butchery. It's it's a yeah. hard topic. It's a difficult it, topic to to really run a podcast style show around. Well, that's basically, like basically you're talking about you're you're going to talk about perma permaculture. You're going to talk about design science. Um, you can yep. talk about design science uh, based permaculture based design science. Um, you can apply that to anything in the life. So, but there's is, a lot is of them just out a there, lifestyle really. podcast, awesome. a permaculture design yeah. podcast. I think Jack's podcast is a pretty permaculture design podcast. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Right. I think it's going to be hard for you to run a podcast solely around it. That's why most of the guys who are doing it have something else that they touch on or that's one topic that they nest in. I mean, Paul, Paul, Paul Wheaton kind of covered it. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Well, and for, it, the Furby's podcast you know, that kind of oh, yeah. covers it all. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty nail nails it down. Uh, we'll touch and, back and on this, what I, and this group of people, we're all, we've all got something different anyway. Well, a couple Absolutely. of you are butchers, but you right. know, it's, you, you don't want Yeah, but you got a gay one and a straight gotta, one. So yeah, there, well, I'll let you guys that. figure out which is which. Which one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put we you in a dark room and you'll figure it out. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> it's not a pig. <laughs> Somebody's going to leave with less sausage, I'm guessing. <laughs> I'm not gay, but I will uh, not lose gay chicken. Flat out. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'll lose it. <laughs> Uh, well, touching back on what I was saying a little bit, though, about, about the community thing, and yeah, it may be a little bit of a, a crazy time, but actually active communication and shit, there's not a day goes by where somebody doesn't need help with something, whether it's butchery yeah. or not. It could be something right. completely else where a question gets answered, and maybe not by me. It's just, mm -hmm. it's a great community of people, and I'd rather see that community of actual people, nice, Fat Tire Ale, nice, Fat Tire is good, uh, an actual community of real people, the right people, not just a number, a big number of people. The right people is what you, what you really oh. need. It doesn't matter. Oh, good old Yingling. Oh, it doesn't it. matter how it. many people you have on your YouTube channel either. What matters is how many people are actively following your shit, communicating <laughs> with you, and listening and sharing your shit. Quality. Right. You want quality, not just quantity. Well, that's the biggest reason I started mine is like, so we go, like going back to talk about like when you guys were saying like what your goals Christ, were, you got a Bud Light don't drink that, don't drink that one. That's a bush. <laughs> um, like my main goal with putting stuff out is I want my content to be something I would watch. Like that's the main thing. Like if that's that not your goal, you then you, out. then you're doing it wrong. I'll say that right off the right. bat. If you wouldn't watch your own content then then just give up now. But it's like you watch like your own content. Video. God, I can't stand it. But it's like the fencing <laughs> no, I, video I, I put I up. It's like videos multiple times. Yeah, yeah. We it's have like, our critic for sure. Who's really gonna watch like twenty minutes of a dude time lapsing putting up a fence? Probably not a lot of people. But I hope there's two or three people out there that see how I stretched it without a mm -hmm. tractor or did something right like. That isn't like the norm. This is how you do it. This is how it's always done. And this is how it will always be done. It's like, yeah, sometimes you got to MacGyver some shit and get it going. And it's like, be practical. It might not be the way to do it. It might not be the best way to do it, but it's mine. Take that with it what as you will. Like, that's kind of how I look at it. There's no right way to do anything on a farm. Right. Every freaking farmer is an engineer. No. No, we there's are only, there's only one yeah. thing you can do right on a farm. Eat pepperoni <laughs> pizza. Oh, good oh, God. Lord. Here we go. <laughs> we're not doing don't, don't we're break not, that. He's like, we're not doing don't that again. Door. Leave that door. I'll, I'll uh, be back in a minute. All right. Well, right. so <laughs> now I'm spending a lot of time following you five. And I'm sorry. I know. Yeah, but I the thing is, is, I found all of you through Brian. Mm -hmm. And Brian and I found Brian through Toolman Tim on their after parties, the Fireside Freedom or the after right. parties. And it took me a while to find Brian because he wasn't saying his name clearly. I thought since he was doing the RV thing, it was the Lost Project. Well, sometimes uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I, I usually slur because I can't talk straight. But. <laughs> I started with Jack to find Tim and Jack got too big. And now Tim's kind of actually getting too big. And I keep going, you know, to the newer channels, to the smaller groups, because 
it's going to sound stupid, but there's there's more quality. There's more quality interactions. And you guys know some of my story. My interactions all day are with you. Things can get lost in the noise. I get you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I hope I get I hope I get big enough that you want to leave, but you don't. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I still go. I still go to Tim's. I, right. I still I go to Tim's and I'm still in Tim. In fact, most of Tim's telegram group is us four. But the thing is, here's the thing, James. My group could have a 2,000 people in it. And if I see your name come up or Josh's name come up or Kyle's name come up or Tim's name come up, those are names that, that I see because your names were there when there were five names, yeah. when there right. were 10 names, when there were 100 names. The people that were there at the beginning, this community I'm building as I as I breach, as I grow to 100 followers, those are your core people. What is the number of people that you can remember at one time? Was it 200 and 218 or something like that? Yeah. 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 So well, once I, I get think- to 100, then it's time to go on Jack's show because I have my 100. Well, I will your, absolutely interact with everyone that comes in there. But those pe- those quality 100 people, those first 100 that took an interest when you sucked. Right. Yeah. Those, well, those are my people. will naturally sort of bifurcate over time with things like that, too. Um, if you look at, say, the Survival Podcast channel, you there's a lot going on over there, but you don't see me over there very much. I'm on as expert counsel. You don't see me over there chatting it up very much because you can't keep track of what's going on. And it's just no, you're really on there. He talks about there. About, yeah, no, no, I mean, on, on over his channel. His yeah. Telegram channel with like oh, 2,000 people on there. His Telegram channel. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll pop in there now and then, but I can't keep track of that shit all day. I've got too much going on to be able to keep track of a huge channel like that. And it's just too much noise. Every once in a while I pop on and most of the time I get pissed off because I have to tell somebody to shut up with the conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, nothing I, against I, Jack's I channel at all, I, but it gets to be too much yeah. noise. Uh, but the other thing I'll, I'll notice about stuff like that is when something grows to that that size, a lot of times that huge group started becomes the broadcast channel. And then right. that subgroup of people who are hanging out and bullshitting or whatnot, that doesn't go away necessarily. That just may go to another channel that necess- not necessarily everybody else has access to. Because as somebody who, <laughs> as you grow, I know, Brian, as you grow as a channel and everything like that, you have more connections and more people looking to you and more people talking to you. You only have so much bandwidth for, for you know, what's going on. Your, your people who are close, those that close friendship, they don't go away. But you ask Jack, if uh, if Tim or Nicole or somebody wants to get a hold of him, they'll just text him or they'll they'll have a chat amongst themselves. Um, but yeah, you don't, you're right. There is a place where that gets too big, but it's priorities. It's priorities. Um, it's like, um, like Tim's group. I mean, like Brian was just talking about wanting the hundred true fans and stuff like that. Um, I'm one of Tim's patch subscribers and he doesn't even have a hundred of those yet. Last he talked about it. Right. Right. You know, and I, and I'm in there and you know, it's like I already feel like I and I've been a guest on his show twice now, and I'm always in his telegram, but I'm already a, he's already big enough where I'm like, uh, eh, I'm getting lost in the shuffle here, you know. Um, I'm a big part of his telegram chat, like I am yours and Brian's, you know, yeah. and even Robin's. I'm in Robin's quite a bit too, and my chat with in Robin's chat is far different than my chat in your chat, 
Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I would hate for all of our chats to be an echo chamber of the same oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, now, don't get me right. wrong. There are times it gets confusing because conversations will just flow between multiple different groups. Oh, yeah. Because we've got all the same people in there. And I guarantee I forget you which one I'm in sometimes. And I, people who aren't in all of them are like, what the hell is just going on? Yeah, right when now? they. Oh, it's a great, like, it has to be. So insane, especially with the uh, with the Noster stuff recently. Is oh, because oh somebody will start it over here, and I forget that it's it's. We'll say Tim's. I forget that this is Tim's always chat, Noster, and I'm just keep going like it's Noster like it's is the, exactly why Lightning for Liberty started because <laughs> a year ago, not a year ago, but right like six eight months ago, what's happening with Noster right now was happening with Bitcoin Lightning. Yeah, and me and Brian were so like, holy shit, mind blown! All the things that this enables, and every chat became about that. Yeah, and it ate everything. So yeah. we're like, all right, so we started out Lightning for Liberty and concentrated it kind of there. So I'm like, now we're at that point too, where we're like, let's rein it in and right move the back Nostra in. Yeah, chat yeah. Where Nostra goes, we can yeah. still chat about it otherwise over here. But there's a place yeah. for this, guys. If you want answers, go over there, and you. It's great when things kind of take off, but yeah. yeah, it's, it's, I guess where I'm going with that is when you're a content creator and on top of that, you're also building the community aspect. Naturally, you also have to kind of become a leader. So that means yeah. it's on you to kind of keep things together and organized in right, a way that fits right. you and your style and your, your audience, and your community. It's like, I'm never going to be the guy that like, here's 17 different rules you have to follow or I'm going to boot you. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, <laughs> I feel like, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And, yeah, I've know, only got a couple. But you might as well yeah. just boot yeah. me when you start when you start say, saying rules. You might as well just yeah, boot me. Fuck that. Exactly. Don't oh yeah, tell me there's all the rules, right? Yeah, but you know there are there are people that that's how they run their shit, and I get it. You get in their group. Well, I don't hang out in those groups. You kind of have to. I'm not get... in Discord. I just right, I don't I don't like the layout. I don't like having to go and say, oh, I want to talk about homesteading this minute, and then I got to click over to a different channel to talk about whatever. Like, yeah, if yeah. I want to talk about buttholes in the in the homesteading group, are they going to let me talk about it? Cannibalism. Right. Cannibalism. Does that, does that go in the butchery group or in the homesteading <laughs> right. group or the and it, right, right? And it's the one government of those, it's secrets it's, group. There it's you great go. that it's loose and it really doesn't kind of just it matter that much. There's there's what, a certain great level that your buttholes loose. Is that <laughs> what you just said? Jeez. Maybe, maybe. Hey, K Bonk said he wants to tap yeah. us all. K no. wants to tap us all. Um, anyway, yeah. he's got a problem. He's considering. Yeah, man. Shoot. Let's tap that yeah. ass. Shoot that yeah. down there in the comments, K Bok. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll do the best that we can. Um, well, anyway, that that being said, though, uh, you two down there, I know we we've been chatting back and forth. Do you guys have any like really pressing, relevant questions on trying to get your shit going? I would suggest plastic surgery for both of them. Well, I mean, probably for for me too. Honestly, well, they they called me gargoyle in the Marine Corps for my stunning good looks. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty. That's pretty rough in the in the Marines at that. Let's just say there's a reason that both Kyle and I have beards. I guarantee. You, I was getting ready to understand. say oh, James cool. is going to have to grow a beard if he's going to yeah. hang around with you guys. It's do, just uh, no, no beard for success. I can't do it. You can't grow a beard, or you just can't. You can't keep. It? I can't handle it after two days. It's got to go. Well, you got to get past the third. You know, it, I think three, were, four days without shaving, and then I'm like, no, it's got to go. Once you relax, you just it's it's all about, you know, just you gotta go with the flow a little bit, you know. It's gonna right. hurt at first. It's gonna hurt yeah. at first. I'll push out while you push it. Maybe it'll be okay. Just breathe and relax. It gets right. easier. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Could it be uh, Satan, 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 Satan? There's the church lady. <laughs> All right, so Kyle, Kyle, you just started yes. a YouTube channel. You've got but yes. three videos up now. All right, where where are you going with it? And what's your goal? What do you think? Again, my goal is just kind of like I'm always doing something constantly. And it's like, do people want to watch it? I don't know. Maybe. But it's the thought is, is it's I'm doing things that like what? Maybe 90 percent of the population doesn't do. So I'm either shooting for that 10 percent that does or possibly snagging a couple of the 90 that is like. Oh, that's cool. Somebody actually. No, does dude, that? You're, you're gonna you're gonna gain the ten that do it. Um, seeing if you do it different, you're gonna gain the twenty that are thinking about it because they're trying to figure out how to do it, and you're gonna gain the ten percent that wish they could do it but never have the balls to fucking think exactly. about it. And then the ones that tell you you're doing it wrong. About oh yeah, the ten percent that don't have the balls to ever do it on their own, have no intention ever doing it on their own, they're gonna be the ones that say you just did that wrong, and you're gonna be like, they'll be the Eors that are <laughs> like, this will never work, it's pointless, it's dumb. After right. the mix, yep, After yep, the get mix. right? Which is okay. So you're again, get a shitload of people that don't necessarily aren't you, right? For better yeah. lack lack of better explanation, that aren't you that ten percent you're talking about that are interested in doing the same thing you're doing, you're gonna get and, way more people that aren't that than you do are that. Right. right. Well, it was like even me and my wife were talking about it the other day. She's a ICU nurse, and she's and we were I was watching something, and she's like, "If I just sat here and watched nursing videos all day, it would drive me crazy." And I'm like, "The difference is, like." Nursing is pretty uniform in what needs to happen. Like, there's some variations depending on the nurse, whatever. With, like, farming and cutting meat and stuff like that, it can, every single person does it different. More than Absolutely. likely. And it's, when you watch one of those videos, it's like, all right, I'm either walking away with, oh, I really like that. Or it's like, all right, that's how he does yeah. it. Or that fucking idiot doesn't even know what he's doing. But it makes more sense to me now why now I, know now I know the right way to do it after watching him be an idiot and do it the wrong way i, I watch a ton of people cut me not because i need to learn to cut me not because no. i can't get i can't do the job but because i'm still i'm still always actively chasing ways to do what i do better or i'm just damn interested in how somebody else does it differently and i think that that could be any any skill set you know that's right. my thought you probably even you may be a master welder. You probably spend a lot of your time watching other people weld, either to kind of critique it in your head or go, "I never thought about that." Hey, guess, well, guess what? Right. My most popular video, my most viewed video on my whole channel is. Uh, not getting, not getting permission. Well, that was on. Yeah, that was on. No, that was on Facebook. <laughs> that was on Facebook. Uh, on on YouTube. It is how to fix the volume issues on your Jabra 75T Elite headphones. Yeah, something that you probably never <laughs> not, not how to how many that. how many people in the world have a pair of Jabra 75T Elite headphones? Mm -hmm. But you know what? Mine started acting up, and I looked for a week to find how to fix them. Yep. And I finally found a blog article after a week 
that told me how to fix them and I fixed them and I said, fuck that shit. I looked for a week. Somebody else is looking to figure out how to do this. I'm putting it on mm-hmm. YouTube. That video yep. has like 40,000 views now. Yep. And probably $30 in super chats because they're $200 right. headphones. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, you like just got monetized. Have, like, I already have a well, Yeah, and I just got monetized. Right? It's like, yeah, by, went, give it a year. I those, those monetized headphones. when I made that video. Give it a year and those super chats will have bought you some more headphones. You know? It's like, well, I that's what I think. My... So here is the other thing. Ask your folks that comment on your videos to like your video, subscribe to your video. If you're monetized, ask them for a super thanks. Every time I get a comment on the video. So like I said, they're $200 headphones. Every time I get a comment on the video that says, I, I loved your video. It worked for me. It saved me so much money. I didn't have to buy new headphones. I write back and say, I am so glad it worked for you. If it saved you some money, consider hitting like, subscribe, or even giving a super thanks. And Absolutely. since I've started copying and pasting that that message into my comments every time someone replies, <laughs> I've probably made thirty dollars. Nice, that's awesome. Well, we're getting to the weeds too much more. Lisa made a comment here, and she makes a point. We just kind of jumped right into this. Uh, the the names are pretty small down there. We got a lot of people on here. Let's go around and introduce ourselves now that we're an hour into the podcast. That way, everybody knows <laughs> who's on screen. Uh, we'll start <laughs> up here. Brian, go. Who who are you? I am Brian. I, I have uh, the branded name. You can find me everywhere at The Lots, L-O-T-S, L as in lavender, O as in oranges, <laughs> T as in Timothy, and S as in Samsonite Project, The Lots Project. James, was that clearer than when I could, when you couldn't find me? Losing his mind, that uh, wasn't military uh, phonetics, but yeah. If you go uh, to the lots, if you go to the well, lotsproject.com, sure. the lots project. Yes, you have to put the lots, L-O-T-S, like the thing you buy when you have a piece of real estate. It's a lot. Lots project.com you'll be able to find everything about me and all our brands i got three saint bernards uh my wife and i are traveling around the country in an rv uh i go explore cemeteries i do crypto uh we had a homestead for eight nine eight eight years i think we did a bunch of shit on there that i can help you with there you go i'm josh renegade butcher i do podcasts live stream online community stuff to do with meat cooking spices i sell spices um i talk about crypto a lot i'm on a bunch of podcasts uh y'all you found my channel you probably know me uh robin (laughs) i'm robin holstein and i am the proprietor of holstein house bed and breakfast you can either find something under my name robin holstein or you can find it under uh, the Holstein House, and that's what my podcast is over on Fountain. And I have a, a Telegram chat under Holstein House, but my YouTube is under Robin Holstein. There we go. All right, Kyle, who's the Kyle? Uh, my name is Kyle Peralt. Um, you can find my YouTube channel, my new YouTube channel, um, at Backwoods Butcher 603. Um, we run a small custom exempt butcher shop up here in northern new hampshire um we also have a small farm where we raise beef um we're also in the process of breeding some uh different variations of pigs i'm trying to do some splice in there 
Um, and yeah, basically the content's just going to be uh, me processing different species of animals, different cuts, different breakdowns. Doing all the fun video that... shit I should be doing on my channel. Right. Uh, so I'm <laughs> just going to do it. Take all those. You'll things. get there. There you go. Good. But, well, uh, well, I'm, I'm cool with letting Kyle do that part. I can, yeah. I'll talk more. <laughs> right. But, uh, and then again, we're just doing a, lo- a bunch of product uh, projects on the farm itself. So we're going to be doing a bunch of fencing projects. This last one I put out was just kind of a little test run for me. And again, just kind of like, all right, let's see how this goes. And, uh, Oh, there he is. <laughs> so you can spell it. You got it up to the L O T. Someone take a screenshot. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, we're focusing on doing some rotational, um, rotational grazing, kind of building back the, our fields and stuff like that. So I, I'm really just going to try and touch on everything that goes into a farm or raising livestock and processing meat. Cause again, it's like I said before, it's, I'm just taking videos of what I'm doing every day. I'm not going go. out of my way to try and do something for a channel. It's I'm already doing it. The only difference is now I'm setting up a camera. Absolutely. All right, James, what do you got going on down there? Sorry. Hold, oh, on. hold on. Hold oh. on. James, oh, or, uh, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Do you yeah. process both mostly beef uh, on, will you, will it be mostly beef processed or do you do uh, kind of a, a, a straight mix of beef or it's- pork? Right now, it's mostly beef. Um, I actually kind of worked it worked out somewhat of a deal with a customer of mine who was looking for more appointments. And during the summer, at least up here, I'm not the door's not ge- being broken down for processing. Okay. It's one of those weird things. Everyone needs an animal process, but nobody wants to do it in the summer. So we'll get we'll get uh, we'll get beef. We'll get pork eventually yep. of your own pork or customer's pork and then do you do deer well, in the in the fall yep we do deer too so there's going to be some deer videos black bear videos hopefully nice. i'm going to put some feelers out for some moose i want to i definitely want to do some moose um, fantastic man that's that, that, might, dude, that, might. that is that's that's quality quality content yeah absolutely and there's Thank a need you. for it because there's there's a lot of content out there a lot of noise about it but not a lot of good content that's actually no. aimed towards teaching people the nuts and bolts of how to actually do this and break it down right because it's, it's really yeah, hard I mean, to film it and do it right and it, there's so much what kind so of cameras you using man? huh what kind of cameras you using i'm on an iphone right now Just so I, <laughs> yeah i have um a couple knockoff gopros that I, I still need to get the memory cards for them and it's it's honestly, again, like you were saying, just do it. I need to go in. I need to find an editing app on my computer to do everything that I'm doing on my phone now. So now it's just the fear of like, well, I know how to do this now. Now I have to learn it all over again. But I'm like, hey, dummy, you're three videos in. Don't like, worry so much about that. You'll learn it as you go. And guess what? If you have a couple of them that kind of, eh, you'll, you'll figure it out. Right. You'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, James, let's uh, not forget you. What do you got going on? What's your channel? And uh I need to get all of you guys updated down here at some point and get all your stuff in the show notes before I post it on the audio side too. And I'd want a copy of this to see if I can't maybe put this on my YouTube channel. Um, did I freeze? You guys froze. No, you're fine. You're good. No, to go. you're good. Um, so <laughs> the way this started was I was on Toolman Tim's show because he wanted someone who knew something about electric cars, and I have two of them. 
So we go through the whole interview, didn't cover half of what he wanted to cover because we just were riffing. And at the end, he goes, why aren't you doing this? And it was kind of a kick in the butt. And then I kind of dragged my feet because, you know, I needed the iPhone tripod that that Tim uh, suggested. So you, need, then I got you that. needed that to, to press record, right? Yes, I did. I needed that to press record. I, mean, I, you know, know, I know that that iPhone is weird and you need the tripod to hold the camera so you can get your finger in the right position to hit record. I understand. I understand. Yes. That's, that's we, cool. We've all made this excuse, so we know. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm on a dollar store tripod that I'll take off and screw on to a game camera tripod if I'm doing taller shots. <laughs> I'm sitting in a public park stealing Wi-Fi right now, and I'm on 39 episodes. Of <laughs> yeah, right. so, knock me, on his I know door routinely. <laughs> I know excuses. I've I've done it. I still do it, but you the trick is to recognize you're doing it. Right. I knew but, what so I was what's, your, what's your YouTube channel though? You started doing it though. You actually started putting shit out. Oh, my my YouTube channel is Gingerbread Farms, mm-hmm. and that's just because it's all the random crap I do here. I. I didn't know what a polymath was until I started listening to Jack, but I've always been one. Um, I can figure stuff out. I can make stuff work. Mm-hmm. You know, when I when I have a question about something, I dig deep. I learn about it, and then I just move the heck on. So um, my channel's going to be pretty random, um, but I'm not doing it like I'm a truck driver. I make my money driving truck, and... Um, I'm not looking for this to replace my income. But what I do want is like we were talking about the people who will tell you you're doing it wrong. Sometimes they're not wrong. I'm, I'm really kind of looking for those people to start showing up and helping me out with this crap that I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'll tell you right in the beginning of every video, I got no idea what I'm doing. So stop doing that. I kid you not stop it because you're talking yourself down. You're cheapening yep. yourself. You know what you're doing. You're just self-conscious about oh, I do the same you, thing. You made biochar. I didn't but, know what the fuck you were doing. You put it in there. You you right. did it. You took it out. And it was biochar. Like I didn't know anything about that. You're like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, but you did it. But you did it. Yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> and we all learned something watching you do it. Well, you it's, and for me, and it was an experiment. Different. The thing is, is everything's an experiment. It's always but now, it is. But now you know that it works. And now science you know with works. You understood that you need to let it. You need to let it cool down before you expose oxygen to it. Otherwise, it's just going to burn. Like but you see, learn that. Things, and, showing those fuck ups and, and what you learned from it. That's super helpful to people who are watching, too. I'm more way more likely to watch somebody's content when they're like, this went wrong. And here's why. Because I'm probably going to fuck why it up. Do, the why same do you way. think those thumbnails that say this went totally sideways are <laughs> the biggest, <laughs> yeah. the biggest views? But you know, I, I, I see my first lives were done with, well, actually this this laptop setting on books so that it was high enough that I wasn't doing this. Mm-hmm. You got you got to people have to see your face. They have to think that you're looking at them. You know, you don't want this. You don't want this. So to get up, can. <laughs> there you yeah. go. But, I mean, like, but, but it was just sitting on some books. Then I got yeah. a cheap tripod camera tripod from the Goodwill, you know, found one over there, three mm-hmm. or $4, bought one of those little cheap plastic things off of Amazon to hold the phone on, learned how to, mm-hmm. you know, do all that. It, you can, it, 
it's you have more skill than you think and I don't worry about editing too much unless, like I said, it's, you know, the cooking stuff where you really, you don't want to sit there yeah. and watch. Yeah, but, sense. you know, so for my live feed, well, I don't care. I don't care. I, yeah, it, because either they're going to enjoy what we're saying or they're not. And there's yeah, also right, a huge right. difference between going, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Watch my video. Yeah. And you going into it going, all right, this is what we're doing. Okay. There, we're going to figure yeah. it out. Like, if you yeah. watch that last video I put up, you'll watch me sink that new post hole digger straight to the ground and me not be able but to. But if get you it back can out. laugh about it, exactly. they're, and I they're all the, the more with I'm you. like, all well, right. What did you say in your best, James? You said your best video so far have been when something gets fucked up, right? Yeah, when something breaks on the truck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Those are the ones that get you. So here's the thing you've got, you've got videos that are like, look, I know what I'm doing. I'm smart. I'm an expert on this topic and I'm here to teach you. And that's great. And if somebody's looking for that information, they're going to look for that and find it. But there's also a place for, Hey guys, this is all new to me. Let's see what happens. And that can be exciting and fun. And they learn along. And when things do get fucked up, that's the shit that might go viral. Be like, look at what this guy did. Yeah. That's okay too. You yeah, know, but now, now, if you're just out there talking out of your ass and you have no idea what you're doing and you pretend you do, that's how you're going to lose followers or get a lot of bullshit. Yes. I was get getting a lot ready of to go the there. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't pretend yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Right. I, <laughs> but there are people who do. And then you can tell they don't know. Where did they? Well, and like Brian was saying about, you know, cutting audio and video and you see mm -hmm. people piece something and you think, Wait a minute. Tell it was too constructive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was that's yeah. not the same cake they were working on before. Something's not right. I love the canners that pull out perfectly clean cans right out of oh, the yeah. canner. Fall go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's not you, you they have different clothes on. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh well hey, uh oh, I put, I put, I put everything the in the canner and then I went and changed my clothes. <laughs> K-Bot right. is asking over here, let's see. What, what did he say? Let's throw this out here. He says, next level of 3D printers are coming out, forcing tons of cheap printer prices down. And he wants to create a group of entry-level products like the Black Soldier Fly uh, generators that uh, get the community into 3D printing. In a few months, printers could be under 100 bucks. And he asks, is that a good way to get the community engaged in 3D printing for the farm or homestead? I have a 3D printer. Right, I was going right. to ask K-Bonk if those parts were 3D printed, but if they, I don't know if it's a he or she, were to give me the file, would they want money? You know, and I'm, I'd be okay with paying for the file. And, I mean, I really right. got to get with K-Bonk. I'm really interested in I'm those I'm pretty flies. sure he sent, I'm pretty sure, did you send him your address? Me? No. Yeah. Oh. No. I, I just thought it said he, I thought it, I thought that message I thought I that that he sent you stuff. I was no, like, well, I, how did you get your address? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I would I, say, like, K-Bot, like, start putting videos up about it or something. I have right, no absolutely. idea what any of that is. It sounds that's, interesting. He's talked a lot about it, but a lot of people are just kind of like, wait, what? what? What's going on? So, yeah, I think maybe for if I was K-Bonk and you're actually trying to promote this and, I mean, not even just market it so much, you're trying to get it out there, I would start a Telegram channel about that yeah. topic, about 3D printed black soldier fly larva generators. And right. if you want to, if you want to open source the files and put them up there, put them up. If you want to sell the files, let me know. We hey, can find a way to help Here, here's that. an idea for K bonk. Here's your million dollar idea. So when I was doing microgreens on, 
uh, jute mats in a hydro system. So I designed a whole hydro system that grew microgreens. I was selling them at fire, farmers markets and shit like that. So I was using 1020 trays and 1010 trays in the hydro system. One thing I was really interested in doing, and one thing that I had actually booked a couple of customers right before they shut down everything for COVID was live trays. So basically I would start them in my hydro system. The day they were freshest, I was taking that tray with the jute mat, taking it to and delivering it to the restaurant live. All they had to do was keep a little bit of water in the in the 1010 or 1020 that didn't have holes. And those would live for another God like week, just fine. So they could cut them fresh in the restaurant. So what I envisioned eventually, but I got shut down because all the restaurants closed after I had my first purchase order. It was fucking phenomenal timing. Um, but what I wanted to do eventually was make 10-10 trays and 10-20 trays uh, molds that would fit into them. I would spread seeds. It was like a pattern. So I could do an X where I would have four different types of seeds. And when they would grow in, they would grow in thick in that pattern. But the, the inserts would have been 3D printed. I actually commissioned somebody to work on them. And then I didn't need them because I had to shut the shit down. But like you could do all sorts of different patterns. You could do your farm name initials that it would just sit in the 1010 tray and you would sprinkle the seeds in the openings and they would grow in. So there's your million dollar fucking idea for microgreens. Yeah, that could really work. Well, yeah. yeah. yeah I think if you're trying to really market your your black soldier fly stuff, uh, get I don't know there. what your goal is. is. Is your goal to just get the stuff out there and provide the 3D printed stuff to everybody? Are you trying to sell the files? Are you just trying to 3D print it and sell the 3D printed product? Figure out what you're trying to do. But I would start some sort of focused community effort on that. I would probably right now start with a Telegram group, maybe make a YouTube channel about that specifically and well, make some videos. Well, depending on what you want to do. Do you just want to do Black Soldier Flies or do you want to do all 3D printing? All the 3D printing stuff. Either way, but figure out what that's encompassing and focus on that somewhere. Because right now Practical I'm seeing a lot of chatter 3D on... printing group. Right. I've uh, seen chatter in five or six of our groups and we're conversations flowing between them all. And I don't have a fucking clue what's going on most of the time. Yeah. And most of us don't either. I think it's a great idea and I'd love to see more of it. But I think if there was a concentrated, a place to go and like a write up on it or a video. Well, to and it, here's the deal. It's not, it's not for me right now. Like, obviously right. I don't have room for a 3d printer. I don't have like to level it, the power and blah, blah, blah. Like I could pull it off. I'm sure. But Here's the deal. If I was sitting at home on my homestead still, and that's where I try to picture myself, because that's where 95% of the people in the world are like, they don't live in a camper. <laughs> um, right. and Wait, what? So I think about <laughs> it. And if I was thinking about getting a three, 3D printer, I would probably go to Telegram or YouTube and I would search practical uses for a 3D printer. And if I found a channel that had a black soldier fly larva kit uh, files and 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 discussion mm -hmm. and videos on that, uh, like he said, a worm bin dividers or microgreen dividers or practical things, not some like little doohickey I can put on my desk and blah, blah, blah. Practical discussion of things I could use it on the homestead or mm -hmm. in my service van, things like that. 
that's what I would look for if I was going to spend Absolutely. the money on a 3D printer. I have, I have the 3D printer. And, and like what Kibon has shown me, that, that that device that he showed yesterday, the pictures, mm-hmm. I was going to ask if it was 3D printed. And then also the orientation because like um your layers your layers create ridges and they may not slide down those ridges so do you orient the piece so your ridges are pointing down that tube so those mm-hmm. maggots will slide instead of go be having ridges to i mean these are all questions that another 3d maybe they need have. the ridges they, to climb, they up, climb up yeah the idea is they climb was, up they actually like, go i looked into mealworms and there were there was a need at some points for ridges for some of the beetles to be able to climb up to certain areas. But then in some, or some other spots, you didn't want ridges. So the larva could make it up and the beetles couldn't. Mm. Well, that, well, what he showed, what he showed was a, a spout that went at the end of the ramp. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you do not want your, your maggots to be able to grab anything on there. So you'd probably orient it. So the layers go in the direction of the spout. Right. Well, either fun. way, I think I think the trouble is there's no clear place to go right now and ask K-Bunk questions about this specifically on it. It's kind Correct. of scattered out everywhere else. So I think what he needs to do is focus it in somewhere. He needs a place to point people to go. It needs a home. Last um, night, because I know we he's were talking, talking about it on Noster, too, and everything. And it's like, okay, that's great. But you could market it all day you want. But that marketing doesn't do anything if I don't have anywhere to go to ask questions or to get the answers I need. Because I'm never going to buy it if I don't. If I can't get the questions answered that I have, you know, it's the whole, it's the sales and marketing thing. You can market it all day, but you'll never sell it. If you don't actually, uh, you might convince me this thing's going to change my life. Great. But if I don't, if I can't get my questions answered, then I'm not going to spend the money. Right. I'm not going to pull the trigger. I'm not going to download the file. I'm not going to do whatever because I I still don't know if it's right for me. So I am interested and I'm I, like I said, I sent I sent K-Bok the pictures and then I got radio silence and I was like, OK, I didn't make the cut, whatever. And like <laughs> there wasn't a reply in my direct message. So that right. was kind of a problem. And then, right, right. and then really, when we started talking about it last night, I mentioned Chris Dixon because he talks about making so much stuff. And I know he's making stuff. And I thought Ooh. maybe it was him because yeah. I have interaction with him yeah. and I know he makes stuff. And right. I don't see, I don't interact with K Bonk very often. So, right, right. there, so when it came to something like that, even though K Bonk's the person doing it, Chris Dixon came to mind because he's active and I know who he is. Right, right, absolutely. Well, and that's, that's a lot of it. What if you were in any of these groups right now and somebody mentioned something about seasoning, if my name doesn't come up, somebody points me out because right. I'm, the, I'm that guy. You know, if, if butchery comes up, me or Kyle either pop up or somebody tags us because we're that guy. So if you've got your pet project, something you're working on, you have to build that out and be that guy and talk about it and get out there and focus on that and actually go out and answer the questions and stuff. So, Shit. yeah. Shit. I need to start a telegram. God damn it. No, stay on. No, stay on Josh's. You'll be fine. On, I, I with it right now. At least, at least what you're doing is topical. I think, with I think the if you, I think if you co-opted Josh's chat, you'd just be fine because it's yeah. one topic. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, and that's the thing. I built the chat not to be just my shit. You know, it's it's still Liberty Meat chat. I didn't change right. to be Renegade Butcher. I promote my shit there because I run the channel. But right. it's it's about the whole idea when I started it, even before I started the podcast, I started out my consulting as Liberty Meat uh, Solutions. 
And the idea was for me to get a network of butchers and mobile butchers and educators together around the country. So people who are wanting to learn this shit can find a guy to teach them hands on. Right. That's exactly what's finally starting to happen. I just had yeah. to market the hell out of my shit to build that network and get the eyes on it to do that. So the telegram group and having you there, that's exactly what it's about. It's not just me. Right. But You're making your thing right. stronger. But what K Bonk needs is a he needs a 3D yeah, needs printing or a, a maggot box project. <laughs> you know, he, he right. needs a, a place for that because right now there's not a place for that. Yeah. You know, 3D well, printing. There might be there might be a 3D printing group that well, he can slide into where there people be. there are also into homesteading and there's a cross section. But, but everybody in this community knows K Bonk. So if K Bonk starts right. up, yes. starts up the 3D printed homesteading, you know, collection group or whatever it may be. And he markets that everybody who's like, no, I know this guy. He's active in the community. He's always in Jack's chat. He's in all these groups. Awesome. Let's go check his shit out. And then that's his place to focus that and to bring in the community. He's already built up all that social credit. Use that. Right. You know? I like it. Yeah. And like, you, don't, I, you don't want to do too much all at once, uh, no. Kyle. You're just no, what, th three, three videos in. <laughs> right, right. Work on that for a little. I mean, I'm not saying like years. I'm just saying work on that for no, a no, while. No. I, 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 then, I get it. then grow. Then grow. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, though, I wanted to ask you, though, too, Kyle, what with what you're doing now, do you want to continue? mainly focused on the YouTube thing for now and building those videos, or are you looking to move more into the live stream podcast type thing? Cause you don't have to, but where are right. your goals with that? Where do you see your content going? Because that depends, that, that changes the advice I'd give you. I definitely see it more as the YouTube and the content and stuff like that. That's more where I see it. Cause if I started a podcast, I don't know what else I would talk about other than what I'm already posting in my videos. Hey, Kyle. Huh? Do you do you have good internet at your shop? No, I don't yet. I want to get the met like one of those mesh Wi-Fi systems mm. that I can push it out there. Okay, right I'll, I'll save my comments until you have good Wi-Fi at your shop. Josh knows where what line I'm going down. Oh, absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, it's going to involve a stripper pole too. <laughs> Yes. Yes. It, could. Yeah. it definitely uh, could. It would definitely. That's all I need. But no, so uh, it's, I I've definitely, because it's, I've thought about it. And like I was talking to Josh earlier today, and it was like, if I was to do something, my thought on it would be kind of in the same vein as you, Brian, where it's like, do like a half hour at night of mm -hmm. just like, what's going on? What happened here today? Like, right. What's everything? Well, I got like, that from John, from John Willis. Yeah. Uh, every night, every night, every night, seven nights a week. And I feel like I slack because I only do Monday through Friday. But every night at nine o'clock, that dude goes live. And he yep. walks around his shop yeah. and he says, this is what we did today. You guys want to talk about something? Fucking throw a comment out. The thing might right. be five minutes. It might be an hour and yep. fucking 20 yep. minutes. It might be six hours. Um but you know what? It starts every night between 9 and 9.15, and I know that. Right. Yep, well, it's, I look at it, and it's like I put out that first video, and in the first video, I'm like, I'm really going to try and do one video a week. I'm already – I put out a video every single day besides the weekend because mm -hmm. I'm doing stuff. And it's like yep. – You made it a part of that, your routine. If you can make right. it a part of your routine, you'll keep doing it. That's and I'm absolutely going to. And it's I, yeah. I look at it, and it's like I've always thought that I'm like, oh, I never have the time to do this. And it's like – yeah, I do. 
like my kids go to bed and then I sit out back here and smoke cigarettes <laughs> and don't sit out back and smoke dope and edit video. Right. And it's like, oh, this is so easy. Like, yeah, I can absolutely just pop a headphone in, put something on TV. And you mean it's not as hard bit. as all the excuses that you made made, made you think it was? Yeah, you get to no, look at your wife while you do it because that makes it all the better. Like, Oh, all right, this is dumb. So the the other thing that you're going to want to look at, though, too, is, okay, so you're making the content and you're getting it out there, and it's great. You can throw it up on YouTube, but you're also going to hit a point where right now you're new. Right, right. now you've got us all pushing. You're, you got us going, go follow this guy, which you guys right. should. His shit's in the fucking show notes here. Go follow his channel. But eventually you're going to hit that peak. It's going to plateau. And then the algorithm is not really on your side anymore. So right. it's going to be on you to keep that buzz going and to keep to getting the eyes on it, to build right. that up. You're going to have to have, all right, if people want to follow my shit, here's where my video is coming out. You're going to put out video right. announcements. You're going to, to start working on things like shorts, YouTube shorts. And I'm going to tell oh, you right now, you're going to hate it. You're going to hate it. But yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're not putting some shit on TikTok, you're stupid. I know. I know. Pay, I don't have to TikTok. Make a YouTube account. If you can make a YouTube uh, short, you can make a TikTok. I know. And it's it's super easy to do. And that's the thing. You don't have to get on there and watch a bunch of little dancing girls. But no. people are on there looking Wait. for that content, and it's one of the places that still. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, like... Dude, dude, I'll send. Dude. If you get on TikTok, <laughs> I will send you some videos. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> yoga. There we go. But, but so, seriously, but... there's there's the there's, it's one of the few places that stills actually you can organically grow without having to pay the platform. Right. So I, I, I haven't done TikTok. I don't have TikTok right now. But one of the problems I don't like about shorts mm -hmm. is that it doesn't save to my phone. YouTube keeps that video. I don't have a copy of it. So if you do it on TikTok, it actually, there's actually an option that it will save the video you just uploaded to your phone. Or... I, I, I was telling, telling Brian this the other day. There's a, a way that you can literally take a TikTok and basically download it with a Telegram bot, and you have you have the copy. I'm of that. sure that that's it's... my workflow, honestly, right now. I because you notice, okay, so I do my morning questions in the group. I do right. the audio questions. When I get around to it, and I finally get a, a chance to film a quick video, I put it on TikTok with my morning question shit, uh, which I'm going to circle back to that in a minute. Um, I put it on there with my morning question shit. And then it goes up to TikTok. I download that video from TikTok. And then that goes to YouTube Shorts. That goes to Noster. That goes wherever else I want to put it. And it's it's one video that I made, but it goes out everywhere else. And I'll tell you right now, in the time that I've been doing that, between the Telegram stuff and being active with the, the questions every morning, and Kyle even commented on that the other day on my show, that you it's, it's a routine. People go to it, get to expect it. It starts the conversation right. flowing. You notice if it's the weekend and I don't do my question, you're like, wait, something's missing. Josh didn't do his question today. It keeps the audience engaged. And the same thing with those shorts, that keeps getting pushed out and I get new eyes. I get new people who see my stuff and they go, people don't have a lot of attention span right now. There's so much stuff going on. So they're flipping through and they see these little 30 second clips, 15 second clips when they see something that catches their eye because this guy just asked a question that made them think, they go and check out my other shit. And I right. gain five, six, seven, 10, 25 followers a day on a good short. And I never caught any ground doing anything else. So Josh, that. you, you guys, you guys have Chuck Clapper in the trash. 
I haven't, I, I gave it a little bit of a trial for a while. I just eh, I didn't really like it that much. And it was hard for me to use. And I ran out of space on my phone. So okay. I just had to refocus my bandwidth other places where that. I knew shit was really working. Right. So. The juice wasn't worth the squeeze for me at the moment. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It's still on my phone. So who knows? Right. I got, I got something for actually Kyle. Your girls are little right now. But uh, when I started my YouTube channel, within like three or four days, my two boys started their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they've got a head start and they're watching me make the mistakes and whatever. And they're doing it their own way. But the thing is now they're not starting at 46. They're right. starting at 19 and 16. And your girls are even smaller. You know, oh, this yeah. is going to be part of their life growing up. One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it, I've already made the conscious decision. They're not really going to be on. I get that platform. Like they're not going to be on a lot of the videos. They might be. They'll like, get interested in starting their own though. Just yeah, watching. No, and they absolutely it. will because they're going to grow up in it. But where right. they are at their age now, I'm like, nope. You don't need to be a part of it. Like, I'm very much. World's a weird place. I wouldn't where... be putting kids on it either. No. Uh, no. I get that, I was but what they don't. Yeah. What, but what I what I'm more saying is they're going to watch what you're doing, and they're going to oh for sure they're going to they're going to see what you're doing. And they're going to see what works for you, what doesn't work for you. And if you can make it almost work, who knows? Maybe you're not the one that goes big, but in 10 years, your oldest daughter goes big at 14 doing some, I don't know, crazy knitting thing. Who knows? Yeah. You know? Well, it's it's crazy because the Be way we're, we're living in a world now where knitting everything, parkas. everything <laughs> is social media and all this interconnected web it's shit. All is oh, it's so crazy. Changing. All of us we are didn't... on the same screen right now. Like, right, yes. right. So if you told me back when I was a kid that this was even going to be a thing or the normal thing or kids were going to grow up in a world where they didn't know what having a computer in their freaking the palm of their hand. And then instant connection to everybody yeah. around the world. If like, you told me growing crazy. up that people would grow up not knowing their daddy, I would be a. I well, would there's, a, there's that too. Yeah. There is that too. But well, so you think need about to learn it, algebra. The world is vast, vastly different. And yeah. as much as we may not like some of the things that's going on, this is the world those kids have to grow up in. Oh, absolutely. So it's better to yeah. learn how to do it the right way. Yeah, you need to learn how to do long division because you won't carry a calculator with you everywhere you go. You won't ever have a calculator in your pocket all the time, no. Uh, no. Those idiots. You guys <laughs> do. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. I don't know how to math. Don't. Still don't. I just do it in my head. Right? Yeah. Hey, uh, right. This is more of a probably me and Kyle one here quick. Lisa was asking... Uh, with all the homesteaders popping up, why is there not more uh, small sheep or goat farmers? Sheep and goat thrive on less forage, require less input. I'm curious what your opinions are on. Uh, my thought is, for one, there used to be a lot, and there was a huge like war years ago by cattle farmers because they didn't like the sheep farmers, yeah. and it was hard on the grace. Uh, the other side of it is they're not as easy to get a hold of. They're not as available. They're really popular in other parts of the world. It's just not as much of a part of our culture. They're harder to find people to process them for you. So you're going to have to learn how to process it yourself. I don't. Probably. <laughs> and, and you know what? If you've ever owned goats, I, I hate having a goat. I have one is goat. It, is I this don't Lisa want them from the interview show. Wait. What? Uh, what, Lisa Robinson? From yeah. which interview show? Is, is this Lisa that you interviewed? Or no, what's uh, who was your interview? Which one? No, you're, you're a butcher. A female friend. butcher? No, no. Uh, uh, why? My brain just shut down. Tiffany. T- 
Tiffany, yeah. Tiffany, Tiffany. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, that's I apologize, that's Lisa. I didn't mean to confuse you for a few no, moments. No. Lisa's just, uh, she's been in the survival podcast community and all different other stuff for, for a while. And she, I think she just found my uh, channel a couple weeks ago. So, gotcha. But, well, well, Kyle, another, hard thing, about, another hard thing about another hard thing about sheep and goats is they pull roots. Like, mm. you can put cows on pasture and they'll self maintain the pasture. Like, if they're just in a 10 by 10 spot, they're going to tear everything up. But if you put them on a decent pasture, they'll move themselves along and just clip the tops of the grass. The sheep and goats, they'll come in and tear everything. Yeah. So unless you have a solid, really nice, like, rotational pasture, like, it's tough. It's not as easy. Yeah, they're smaller, and they'll eat everything. But I think if you have a small a small lot, it's probably a whole lot easier to run a couple of sheep. Oh, you're not. Sure. You know, but at the same time, it's it's just not as popular. It's just not as big of a culture thing. If you were in, like, Australia or New Zealand, oh, yeah, God, yeah, yeah you, it's all over the place. But it's just... It's not as much of a, a thing around here. So naturally, I think that uh, homesteading culture, as it's starting, we're seeing a resurgence of it. People are also following a lot of what's already going on. So okay. I'd, I'd like to see more people doing it. I think it's a good option for everybody. But I yeah. mean, that's probably why we don't see as much of it right now as we do other things. Even even here in Michigan, we have the highest Middle Eastern population outside of the Middle East. And mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of goats here, but their culture... No. Loves goat. You go to Dearborn, you can buy goat anywhere. You don't have a problem getting rid of goats if you've got a, no. a big Middle Eastern culture around. No, no, no. And I, I hell, I just had uh, shit last right. Saturday. I had uh, Johnny from Rebel Poultry on, and he was talking about that raising some goats, and yeah. uh, how he's like, I'm raising them, and he's using them to clear land, but he's like, I don't know. I guess I'll find out if I like to eat them or not. And I was like, it's pretty much like a deer. You know, yes, he'll say, maybe I'll see. He goes, but I know I won't have a problem getting rid of them because I've been talking to folks around here. And, you know, you mentioned that you have goats for sale and they're gone. Yeah. So I mean, it's a it's a great option for some people, but also know what you're getting into. It's not necessarily the easy button. There's a lot. There are a lot of fencing and management and they oh, it's so much less so cheap, less so. But goats. Yeah. Good fucking luck. You know, don't, don't call me to cut them. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle hates processing goats and sheep. I don't mind doing it, honestly. I, I really don't. I don't yeah. yeah. But honestly, but, you know, it sounds awful every time I say it. My biggest problem with them, they don't die easy. It's always a hassle. It's true. It's true. They <laughs> are harder always to a hassle. <laughs> Why like, won't you die? Right. <laughs> well, they're so dramatic. Yeah, it. it really is it. It's like, all right. Like, yeah, I know a shot right to the back of the ear, like right behind the ear. They're going to drop. It's going to be fine. But good luck taking it. Unless that unless that goat wasn't fed off the tent, like good luck being able to get a hold of that damn thing. Like I have to, get, I, I always I tether them, I tie them up to a post yeah. or whatnot. I I you you can't just walk up to one in the in the open. You know your shot that you've got to take is like yeah, it's good awful. luck. Good, you got a, you got a, a dime sized place to hit at the right angle, and that thing's like oh. freaking squirrel on crack the whole damn it time. Is. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I know one. I know one couple that they do mobile processing, and they more balls than me. It takes a lot of trust because their their routine is the one grabs it by the horn and holds it, and the other one comes up and shoots it. And I'm like, yeah, if you're a little off, you're yeah. shooting your husband. But yeah. uh, you know, hey, more power to you. Good um, life insurance. Let's see here. <laughs> what am I missing over here? All right, a bunch of chatter over there. But anyway, back to the the content thing. 
Um, hey, uh, Robin, were you trying to share a screen down here? Oh no. I see. Okay, I see something to add to the stream, and the second one from you. I didn't know if you were trying no, to share. Like, I, uh, no. Okay. That's not fine. intentionally. <laughs> I, now I want to share it. <laughs> oh no, no, no! I was I was looking at one of the settings, and I I wasn't in. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, am I supposed to put that on the screen? I don't know. I kind of want to know what it is before I put it up. Yeah, there's nothing exciting. There, there's I'm nothing exciting. Yes, that's the opening screen. <laughs> it is. That's a shot of my house in um, uh, right around 1920. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Uh, one of the ladies that was born and raised in this house brought it to me. She knew my dad, and well, she's still alive, but so she knows my. Were dad. you living there then, Robin? I was not. That was about mm, a little while Ooh. before I was born. Yeah. I was saying 1920. Wow, <laughs> you look fantastic. What is yeah, you looking yeah. great. You're looking great. No, no, I wasn't. I I was going to try to put that up a, a little while ago when I stepped away, but it, it didn't work. But that, yeah, that's the house. Uh, and it's it doesn't look that much different. The previous owners put some siding on it, but it still has the double windows, still has the porch. And those are the porch columns that were rotting. And we had a big, yeah, long story. I remember there. you talking about that in Tim's group. Yep. It's still frustrating. I still don't have the porch rails up yet. but Well, it's. So but fun. no, no, yeah, that that's what the house looks like. Gotcha. It's like, what is hanging out down here? Might even oh. still have the same chickens. <laughs> you have the same chickens from 1900 year old chicken. Jeez. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Give me some eggs. <laughs> eggs. <laughs> They'll be pickled. No. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> oh shit. Okay, well, so we've talked about a bunch of a whole bunch of different shit. Uh between James and Kyle. You guys got any any pressing thoughts, questions? Uh, James, do you, what do you got? All right. Do you guys have a problem with me putting, like when I drop a video, dropping a link in your, in your telegram chats or whatever? Cause I, I don't want to take advantage of, you know, your communities, you know? No, I, I don't have a problem with it. I think, uh, I think there's a point where, and it just depends on the, the individual channel and whatnot. There's a point where it's too much. And you can't oh, let yeah. everybody promote every video that they always put out kind of thing. Right. But it's like, you know, if Kyle drops a video on like putting up fence or butchering animals in the meat processing group, that's relevant as fuck. That is right. content for discussion and everything right there. That is perfect. If you're working on something to do with, with your truck and you post it up in, in Brian's chat and it has anything to do with like people who are like traveling on the road and doing shit, it's all relevant to, to the discussion. Great. Now, if if every day, no, yeah, you post something yeah. up, you you have a here's my latest blah blah blah. If you post all of your shorts in everybody else's channels every day or something like that, eventually it's like okay, eh. But know. it also wouldn't hurt to be like, hey, it's live. Go over check it out. Like right, more than right, right. Already if you're producing a it. lot of your own content and you you're continually doing that, it's probably a good idea for you to have a place to take to point people to be like hey if you want to hear about this even if it's just open a channel and they can follow right. that that's great but then when you make a big video like especially if it's once a week i make a nice this is my thing video i don't most of us i don't think give a shit that you posted it up on our channel we probably are like hell half the time that's the only time i know somebody's video came out and i have time right. to go and watch it because i follow so many damn people on youtube i don't know I feel bad if I miss somebody's video, but I don't know when everybody's shit comes out. I can barely keep up with all the live streams I watch. So yeah. Kyle puts out a video. I appreciate that he drops it over in my channel because now I get a chance to go see it. When you post a video, 
most of the time, the only time I even know you posted a video on YouTube is because you posted the link. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I 6.30 in the morning, Robin posts on, like, every feed I'm on. It, it, it's the it's the you're right <laughs> I, I am guilty yeah. of that i'm also it's also a, a shot of a of the the thermometer yep. it's yep. not opposed to a live stream so i, well, I, I don't live stream so yeah i don't i don't mm -hmm. uh, on occasion i'll put the link to the youtube when i'm when i'm putting one up but usually i just say hey i'm live at 10 o'clock if you want to go over it's robin holstein i don't even put a hot link in there Right. So if that's if that's too much, you guys speak now or forever hold your peace. So, you know, yeah. so. I just I think just it's funny it at six thirty. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. If it was too much, yeah, yeah. I don't know if it needs to go in. Every I, group. If, if, so here's here's my thing with sharing videos. Um, telegram groups are weird uh, because we all kind of have a joint community. Right. Uh, I, I kind of telegram groups are, are a different breed, but as far as other social media, um, this is, the, this is kind of the, the line I play. I ask the group owner if they're cool with it, then rock on. I'll post relevant links in the group. I'm not going to post, um, I'm not going to post videos to do with a cemetery in an RV group or an RV video in a cemetery group. So I keep them relevant. If uh, if owners are not cool with it and there's a relevant discussion, I will definitely drop a link to somebody in a comment in a right. question. Um, if I can share knowledge, I don't give a shit if I'm getting views. It's it's more helping the person learn what they need to learn to fix their problem. Um, but Telegram is this weird, different community right now. Um, we've all kind of spawned out of the same hatchery um if not the same eggs and the same uh the same bloodlines it is what it is um there's a lot of overlap there i'm not going to post rv videos in josh's group right does it make, right. does it make sense for me to post videos about rv stuff or cemetery stuff in josh's group but probably 85 of the same people are in both groups so they naturally right. and that's, that's, the, that's the other thing share. that's yeah. the other thing i look at like if i compare my member list to tim's group and josh's group they're gonna be 80 percent overlap so do i need right. to post in my group josh's group and tim's group and robin's group or am i am i putting it to the same people Right. I don't like, know. That, and then, that, that's not really for me to determine. I, I mean, it is right. for me for my posting, but for someone else, right? I mean, well, if it's, it's like, relevant for my content, then then great. So it's like for tonight, uh, a little bit different than my normal shit. Normally, if I'm going live, I'll post it up in my group. I mm. spread it out a little bit tonight because I'm like, hey, I'm doing something about content creation. I want to cast the net to people who are content creators and people who are beginning content creators. So I went to my group i went to tim's group i went to uh the utg after party group or whatnot where i know it's going to hit those people and maybe one person is only in one of those groups are going to see a notification in one of those groups that makes sense right but you know i i usually unless it's a special thing or like hey i'm doing a giveaway and it's a big thing i probably don't need to put an announcement for everything that i do in every group because after right. a while, then well, people will get tired of seeing me if I do that all the time. Yeah, you know, well, they just turn it I, off. They, 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 I mean, right. they don't turn it off. They just ignore it. 
Right, right. Well, and, and that's the other thing. I don't, I don't want to get to be that guy that everybody ignores because I'm always posting. Well, shit, it, I mean, know? there is that. You don't want to right, be the one you know. that gets ignored. You don't right, want to oversaturate. Right. Yeah, well, right. There's like a balance. That, that, you like, can't. You have like, to get your shit out there, but you also have to know where where the tipping point is. You know, like you nailed it. Like the eighty percent overlap with like I'll post sometimes like the link in your chat where it makes sense mm-hmm. of like, hey, I'm breaking down a hind quarter. Makes right. sense for what we're doing. It doesn't make much sense for me to go over and post it in Brian's because it's like, <laughs> right, okay, one eighty percent of the people already know it out, and the other twenty percent are going to be like. What? All right. Yeah. But I'm also, doing... I'm also a cognizant curator of my group. And if we're having a discussion about, hey, somebody just uh, somebody just bought a, a bee, uh, a head of cattle, and they're trying to break it down themselves, and they're not sure on the hindquarter cut down, I curate my group, and I know right. my 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 connections well enough that I will go grab your link from your fucking YouTube channel, and I'll and post it in my group. Post it over. Right. You'll do that. I have or you'll, no problem or you'll tag my group. other or you'll... people's links in my group. Yeah, yeah, not at all. No, no, absolutely. It, it's just, it's when it's relevant. That's that's right. really the thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, so here's, here's where I chickened out. I don't even know what group it was in, but someone started posting videos of um, this skinny chick cu- uh, splitting logs with a ball. The yeah. funny thing is, is they started doing that. Two hours I went live. Two hours after my video went live of me and Quinn splitting wood with a review of a new splitting wedge I got. Mm-hmm. And I didn't post it out because I think it was in Tim's channel. And I I don't know Tim well enough to start putting stuff in his channel. You know what I mean? So I was like, uh, I won't put it there. I'm like, if What's you want to watch gonna happen? Wood, Is he going to apologize to you? Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, James, I'm sorry. Oh, you're gonna have to tell you. You're gonna have to take that video down. I'm sorry to have to tell you that uh, that that the girl with the titties was splitting the wood, and you put your thing with your kid, and and it just wasn't jiving. So I'm gonna have to have you take it down, and maybe maybe if you if you accept my apology and I say sorry enough, you'll come and bring it back and put it up next week. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay. Syrup tax and put you a big old a big old bottle of bourbon back there in my garage if you really want to keep posting your stuff. We're going to take you out behind the woodshed, James, and we're going to show you how we do business up here in uh, Alberta. (laughs) Well, and and I have a I have a tendency to put my foot in my mouth, which I think I did in the SRF channel because I asked I asked if uh, I'm like, hey, is anyone in in Michigan? But I just said, am I? And then someone replied, do you mean I, M- I Michigan, the state, or do you mean that. military intelligence? And I said, there's no such thing as military intelligence. And then I looked at his name, and his name was Sig- Signal Corp. And I'm like, well, oh, well, that was wrong. Here's, here's the thing about John, John's groups. Um, John, <laughs> per, John, John produces uh, tactical military gear. <laughs> yeah. James, you're honestly, I'm going to be totally honest with you right now. 90% of the problems that you have with Telegram is because you overthink shit and you worry too much. No, I oh, not you know about no, it. He doesn't give a shit that you no, said that. He right. probably giggled. And guess yeah. what? Anybody, anybody that is actually, you know this better than any of us. Anybody who actually is military <laughs> has no problem with someone talking shit. They can well, take yeah. it. Don't worry about if it. If you know who they are and if you know that 
So He'll does he know it. that I'm prior military, to, or does he think I'm some geek just talking shit? He, he probably doesn't care. But you got to figure it out real quick when he talks yeah, to you for about you two got, minutes. You got to right. build. You got to thick t- toughen up your skin for a marine. Yeah. You're gonna have to toughen up your skin because don't, don't you, so you, you you could end up with bozo. Bozo yep. could show up on your channel. Oh yeah, he yeah. did. Or he, Afro the neck. I was there. Does your vagina hurt, James? Does it hurt you? Where where did the comment hurt you, James? Right. So Just... it's easy to tell. Uh, believe me, I'll tell someone to fuck right off if I'm not trying to get myself into a community. And <laughs> you're already in the community. Don't hey, you're already there. Okay, dude. I'll vouch, I'll vouch for you upside down and inside out. If anybody says, what the fuck is up with this James asshole? I'll be like, dude, give him a break. He's just stopping me to my friend. He's a little <laughs> off. Don't worry. The thing we I love about are. these communities, and it's going to be the same thing that 90% of these people in this community, and the reason they're in this community to begin with, feel the same way. Right. We're all Because autistic. we're all authentic. We're real. We're doers. We get shit done. Oh, and we are authentic. I said autistic. We're autistic, all... authentic. Same thing, you know. But no, think about it. We need to get Quinn up here. <laughs> yeah, like Quinn. Quinn, fit, Quinn will fit right in. You talk. Right. You talk about him. I'm like, dude. Um, yeah. He should get a podcast every morning from six to six thirty. Exactly. Every single one of us, though, what we're we're doing shit. We talk about shit. And guess what? We're probably fucking assholes. I'm an asshole. I'm an. Asshole. I'll tell. I will fucking tell yeah. somebody off. I will tell people things they don't want to hear, and I have no problem with that. Yep. But people seem to fucking like it because we don't have enough of that in the world these days. Don't go around and worry about trying to cater your message to what somebody else wants to hear. Be you. Be yourself. And if somebody doesn't like you, they can fuck off and block you. That's just that's just what it is. That's yeah. the great part about putting content out there. No one has to watch it. Exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah. And the people who do watch it will become your rabid fans because they appreciate the fact that you don't give a fuck about what some asshole doesn't like about you. Rabid right. fans? Maybe. Uh, I, I, I still need a buck. Um, but... oh, rabbit, rabbit. <laughs> this lost project over there. Uh, they, they, it, it's just, uh, it's hard to explain. Yeah, do I have a... We've covered some Are you of shy, my psychological James? issues. In, in Are you depth. shy? Yeah, I'm shy. I'm shy. Okay. I'm on the internet with you five, okay? I'm right. I, can, right. I, I think exactly. we're going to have a, a good time we, at SRF. We let oh, you threat. be here. We let you be here for a reason. So stop overthinking it so fucking much. I'm not a threat. Don't worry about me. <laughs> but, you know, so it's... Robin will just pray for you. Don't worry. I've been, I've been hey. telling Kyle this. I've and sell sex Kyle on the internet for, for sex. Right? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I did not say that. So, so you know what, Kyle, James? That's a little too sure. far. Why don't you go ahead and get out of the chat now? All right. <laughs> it all came through. It all came through. Yeah. You've got the poll. They've got the. I've got they've the poll. Got he doesn't have internet. They've Time got the, 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 going the in chat room. The out here now. <laughs> Uh, so wait, when Kyle first came on my show, he was talking about this, though, too. He's like, yeah, I don't know if I want to start making a YouTube. I don't know if I want to start putting my stuff out because he's all worried about this and that. And the editing. Is that a Punisher it's so dumb. His arms. Look, again, three videos in and I'm like, that was the dumbest thing in the world. Right. Right. So think. get out of your own head and just fucking go do it. Right. And it, it gets easier. But that's the thing. Until you wow. actually take that first fucking step. Do you have tattoos? Oh, yeah. 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 Is that a Punisher tattoo on there? 
No, on no, the forearm. It's actually the logo. Yeah. Right there? The logo from what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, okay. it's yeah. a logo from uh, the podcast Legion of Skanks, the world's most offensive podcast. Nice. I've heard of it. Stink. What I is saw, it? I saw it in, I no, no, in the background, yeah. and I was like, Dang. is that a Punisher yeah. tattoo? That's kind no, of No, it's not. It's not. It all makes sense. It's so much worse. It's an obscure podcast that no one's heard of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did you got, do it with a did you do it with a thumbtack in no, prison? I actually okay, so I got this I got this an hour before a live show. My wife bought me for my birthday tickets to go see like the, one of the main guys in the podcast. He was at Caroline's right on Times Square. So like we took a bus down to New York City for the weekend, got an Airbnb. It was fucking terrifying. And then an hour before the show, I was like I want to get a tattoo. She's like, all right. And I went, walked guys, into some random really tattoo, tattoo shop story? in Hell's Kitchen and paid $80 oh, to a guy with a teardrop tattoo. I'm at the show hammered. And my wife's pointing my arm like, look at me. And one of the other guys on the podcast goes, oh, look at that, a skank face. A bloody, disgusting skank face. Okay. Because it was just the saran wrap over it. It was all pooling up, and I was, my blood was so thin because I was just hammered. Yeah. If you show up to SRF with a renegade butcher fucking tattoo on you, man, I'm going to never, never give you any, any end to the shit. So you know where it's, so, it's going to go right above. I guntry. guarantee it will. I guarantee it will. i make you show it to everybody. I will. Yeah. No. I'll wear, I'll, like I said, I'm going to get it tramp, uh, tramp stamp style, and I'll just wear a cutoff t-shirt the whole, whole Oh, that's, that's sexy. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. going to get, I'm going to get it right above my pubic area in the front. Ice. The Ice. renegade butcher, like the, with the logo. So when you're in your speedos, people can see it. But it'll be so just when I wear my ass. crop top, it comes up above my jean top. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Do it, do, it by, do it by your belly button. And then braid your belly hair like his beard. Ooh, like oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's oh, my going God. To that's the best idea. It's not going to be my belly hair. My belly button will be the mouth and a little trench well, trail will be the worst. The, 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 the worst part of that is I can still do that as a tramp stamp. I'll just braid oh, my lower Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's a 3D tattoo. Exactly. Kyle's <laughs> got a tail. This is Who's terrible. This oh, is my wife terrible. will cut up and just curl. I'm like, get out my horse that's tail. That's my beard. Get that's, out my, here. that's my tattoo beard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. My, oh. my wife, my wife, has, my wife braids it for me. Yeah. Nice. No, it, it it makes me so mad. I'll lean over like in bed. I'll be in bed and I'll lean over to the bedside table to get something. She'll just come over and like <laughs> curl it like spaghetti and just yank. She'll give you a slick horse tail, won't she? Well, she's gonna ride. She better pull your hair. Exactly. And I don't Does have any up here, so you? she's gotta find it somewhere. Right, there you go. <laughs> all right so to jump back to what brian said about having a great time at srf that was honestly besides josh pushing me that was the like straw that broke the camel's back of me jumping on it is because you said it to me where it's like 
all right, do you just want to go to SRF as just a guy? Or do you or want to start, a pod, start like a podcast or a YouTube channel? And all of a sudden, now you're just not a person there. Show up with you're a person that yeah. people are following. Like, they follow your stuff. They know you. They, or they have something to follow when they meet you. You can point right. and go, or, hey, look, if you go check out my shit because I'm it. actually doing stuff. Right. That's it. That's it. When somebody big when somebody walks up to you and says, hey, Kyle, what the f- – so, hey, you're Kyle. What the fuck do you do? He's gone, but yeah, I want I want to be oh, able yeah. to say I want to be able to say, hey, I'm Brian from the Lost Project. If you want to check me out, go listen to my podcast, or go to my website, or go right. to my YouTube channel, or go to my Noster account. I want to be able to hand them something, a body of work. Um, I don't know if that necessarily <laughs> makes you more legitimate, but it makes you um, it gives you something to, to show to showcase yourself. <laughs> You can get oh. speedos too. No, 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 no. But there's bikinis. That's right. And boxers. What if you put really? Them on backwards? Oh, no, 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 no. I don't need leggings. I need Josh, the renegade put them on backwards. Too. I mean, yeah. what you do with my face is up to you as long as you pay me. Oh. <laughs> no, but but he's absolutely right about the uh, the content. Because if you think about it, if you've been to an event like this and you meet somebody and you meet a bunch of awesome people. And not at all knocking on somebody who doesn't make content or doesn't have a website or doesn't sell a thing. But who do you remember? Who do you remember when you're there? Who The people you can go and follow their shit after the event. Because you meet people, you make a bunch of friends. And I guess what? I met 700 people at FloatFest. You know, the ones that I keep up with, the ones who I follow their podcasts, I follow their YouTube channels. I follow them on Telegram or whatnot because they could point to something, a way for me to keep, keep track of what's going on in your life. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going because Brian pushed me. I was sold before they had the tickets out. And I the classes I'm just going to meet you guys. Okay. Yeah. So here's that's a huge part of it for sure. The first year I went, the first year I went, I was solely interested in going to hear the speakers. I went right. to every single one. I went through the schedules. There's two different stages. I went through the schedules. I made sure I, I picked the right ones. I had them listed. I had the thing in my hand. Every 20 minutes, I was checking what's coming next, where I got to be. Do I got to be at this stage? Am I going to that stage? The second one I went to, I didn't even look at the schedule. Yep. I yeah, heard I'm not. who was talking. I walked by. I, I caught certain people. Ken Berry is very motivational to me. When Jack, when they have a, 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 a round table with Jack Spierko, Tim, John Willis, and Billy Bond on stage at the same time answering random questions for the audience, you yeah, it's see a that. good time to go fucking watch the stage. I'm not stupid, <laughs> but well, I can also get video recordings of all exactly. of the, the events. Right, I can right. also go and access the people yep. that just talked on stage in a one-on-one or a two-on-one or a five-on-one conversation. And so I took the opportunity to network with people, to talk to people, to walk around, to interact. And this next time I'm going, I'm very much contemplating getting a table or a booth outside Mm -hmm. and sitting in one place and letting people come Come to you. See, what I would like to do, what I'd like... First off, I want to get my ass kicked by Joel's dogs. You better believe I'm jumping in there. 
Oh, and we then, can make that happen. Don't oh, I'm, worry. I, I'm doing that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm doing it too. But yeah, and let's I, I'll, I'll, I'll send him a message right now and tell him I got uh, two volunteers yes. for Fall yeah, SRF yeah. to get just uh, destroyed. I I'm going back careful, to Kyle, because you're going to smell like meat. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm game. I, well, is- I will go straight from a butcher demonstration and put on a bite suit and have them both just go on each arm. Go for it. That is you. To his material, yes, it is, it, is, yes. it is pretty impressive to watch. His dogs are very. Yeah. Um, the initial his, hit is the most dangerous his, part. Yeah, it's because yeah. they're trying they're, to take they you are down. Strong. Yep. Oh, it's crazy. As soon but, as I, I mean, knew that that was a possibility, I was like, well, I was. So it's a, it's, a, it's quite an ride. adrenaline rush just watching. I can't oh, imagine oh, being in a suit. Gee, I wonder what it's like to get in a fight. Um, but uh, <laughs> oh yeah, okay, is that the same thing? I I, I think it would be even more even more adrenaline pumping knowing that you have no recourse. No, like, I've, I've deployed fight, with I've military dogs. Fight, I get jacked yeah. up and I'll pop. I know how to fight a man. Fighting a dog? No. Yeah, I, no. I've deployed with military dogs. I'm kind of, a, I, I'm not a handler. Um, that's why, like I was talking to you, we need to get up with John about making harnesses, especially now that I've got a big dog. I mean, we literally had these harnesses that these dogs were 150 pounds and the handler would wear them like he was carrying a pistol so he could mm-hmm. repel and parachute. Crazy. Yep. And then he just yep. grabbed it and boom, dropped that dog. And that dog was like a missile. Corey, yeah. and, I, Corey and I have talked about talking to John to get uh, harnesses made for our boys because we can't find them. them big enough and strong enough. That was the yeah. thing. Strong enough because we can took we can get a harness big enough, but we latch them to a cable, and they'll like Walter pull pulled the loop right off his right. cable. Well, that's kind of what my dog is for, you know. That that's Boy, why they yep. exist. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm gonna while we're here. I see we got six people in there watching. If y'all could go hit the like, that'd be awesome. Just yes, tossing that out. Please there. do. Thank you guys. Please do. But I mean, I want to get in there. I'll I'll help you guys cut meat. I'll be your little yeah. freaking bitch cutting meat. I'll I, I mean, there's always a place for volunteers. I need I need yeah. to take a shower. Will you help me with that? We just oh yeah, I'll piss on your face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, it's raining, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a couple podcasts ago, wasn't it? Right. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I'll say you know I I haven't been to Don't SRF. Piss on my head and tell me it's raining. Right? <laughs> Just tell me you're pissing on my head. But events like this, I'll, I'll, there's a lot of carryover, and I'll tell you that the float fest that I did two years in a row. The first time I just showed up thinking I'll do some trading. I didn't know what this thing was about, and I tried to go and watch some of the demonstrations and stuff, which was good. Second year, I was like, I'm vending. Well, I I was fed 700 people and i was the only place doing fucking well not the only place but starting out i was like the main place doing barbecue so i was busy the whole fucking time from sun up to right. sundown every single day i snuck away and caught the last half of part of jack's talk thankfully that got recorded and i gotta go back and watch it but you know i didn't feel like i missed out on anything because right. did i get a watch jack did I get to watch all these other people? Did I get to watch all these big names that showed up? No, but I fed every one of those motherfuckers. And while I'm cooking their food, they sat there and they talked to me. Right. And they came back and we hung out and we bullshitted. And then when I closed down, we all went down to the old bar tent for three, four hours. We sat around and we bullshit. And you know what? When you feed people, they get pretty fucking happy. So I made right. a lot of good connections and we got to network. And that was awesome. And for me, that was, that, that was the best part. Now I look at it after having done that going into something like SRF. I'm like, that's great. I kind of want to dabble in that again, 
but I also kind of want to just show up and be able to walk around and be there and not have to be tied in one place. So it's a balance, but I totally get what Brian's saying about having a, having a table and a place to vend, having something for people to circle by well, here's because the, you're going to get, more, you're gonna get a better chance of meeting everybody that way. Right. I was talking to, well, you have a better chance of connecting with the people that want to connect with you. <laughs> right. right. And I want to connect with everyone. So right. if I can make it more valuable to sit in one spot and connect with the people that are actually interested in talking to me, then that's worth my time even more. Like, I'm right. not saying it's not worth my time if I, I can't mingle. And, but there is a chance that the people that I, I should connect with that I need to connect with are walking around the building in front of me. Absolutely. Do you right. think if I wasn't the guy that happened to be just sitting there cooking meat, um, I would have right. had the opportunity to have multiple three to four actual like vegetarians or vegans come up and talk to me unsolicited. They came up and talked to me and guess what? Every single one of them left the conversation, a friend, several of them actually decided I'm okay with eating what he cooks because I understand his ethics. Right. right. We had good, even the ones who didn't, we, we were, we're, you know, we we're not going to agree that okay. We had a good conversation, figured out we had more in common than either of us thought coming into the conversation. And both of us left a little bit more educated on the other person's view by the time the conversation was done. That would have never happened if I was just walking around aimlessly. Right. Whatever. I'm not going to walk up to a guy, you look like a vegetarian. Let me tell you about the cost of meat. Right. Come on here's, over here. Here's, the, here's <laughs> the, the best part. I talked to Nicole and she's like, yeah, so a table is X amount of dollars for the yeah. weekend. Uh, outside, inside, I got all the lowdown. She's like, and you can split the tables. So I might be interested in splitting a table with somebody and yep. kind of co-hosting that table. If there's somebody I want to see speak, maybe they kind of man the table. And if somebody comes up and wants to talk to me, they hand them my business card and say, hey, he's going to be back in a half an hour. He wanted to go see that guy talk. Right. Or if the other person wants to go see somebody, I'm going to man the table for them. Or if we got three people, we kind of split it up. Like there is all sorts of that stuff going on at SRF. And the other like nice part about it is bring what you like want to sell. To put up half a table of seasoning or something like that. And you didn't yeah. really want to dick with a whole. Yeah. Well, that's where I but think. But you got somebody think... to stand there and watch it for you. You're right. not tied to that table. Like no. you've hey, got to have oh, a helper. If you're I want to, I want to go see, uh, I want to go see Joel Salatin talk. Well, yeah, so does everybody. Well, maybe right. somebody doesn't. Maybe somebody will cover. Maybe somebody in that group will cover the table, or we pack the shit up and lock it up. We're about we go thirty-five and, and people it. walking by, and I've really got to go take a shit right now. I'm sorry that happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Happens. You're full of shit. In real life, you know. I know it that's happens. Why, I've, that's I've why done you all have kinds to put your of your advertisement in the shitter. <laughs> yeah, the, I've I've done all kinds of of these not not the SRF ones, but I've done all kinds of booths and, well, and things like that. And yeah, you need, you need someone to relieve unless your booth is like nothing but pens and notepads, right. you know, and it doesn't make a big deal, but yeah. And the, the benefit of that too, is that the many come to the one, they don't have to chase you down right? You right. Know, while you're wandering and mingling and shaking hands. The many can come to you in one location. So, Well, Josh, mm -hmm. that's where I think you and me could have like a pretty cool kind of situation there. I I've never been to a festival like this. I don't really know how it works, but like, if I don't think did, there's another festival like this. No, <laughs> probably no. not. There, there may be no. similarities, but, but everyone's right. different. Yep. But yeah. like, if well, we were Pokemon, able to, they're again, all autistic. Because <laughs> <laughs> again, we have six months to figure all this stuff out. And it's like, if we could figure out something of, even if it was just like a demo or something, 
Or I honestly think it would be kind of funny and kind of cool if we did like a race setup with two pigs, two different. Oh yeah. Styles. So this and is then, this is going to be this is definitely going to be a talk topic of conversation. So I I decided I'm going to probably go over and see Nicole at some point before we leave Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, this spring, um, I'll shoot it at her. I'll be like, why don't you guys? You, you got all these butchers coming. They all got big dicks. They want to swing them around. Uh, I mean, they think they all have big dicks. <laughs> they, they want to swing them around. Uh, and Robin's so maybe maybe we hang some pigs on Friday. <laughs> have an open call for anybody who thinks they can break down a pig and we do some sort of contest and then we cook the shit for profit over the weekend. Well, yeah. there, there may be a need to, to go to SRF over the weekend or, you know, before a breakdown. And I don't know yet. I'm not promising anything, but there may be a potential need or opportunity for me to go down a few days early now. Okay. So it may make sense if somebody's got pigs for me to roll down some pigs in the area. Yeah. So if we can figure out a way to like refrigerate a couple of pig carcasses, I could always show up, do the slaughter one day. We could even potentially do a filming of some of that for educational purposes. Yeah. And then actually Friday, we could have a live butcher breakdown type thing. And then that could be cooked, roasted. I mean, this is all preliminary, but there's ideas. Right. And we got six months to figure it out. So we don't exactly. even know how we're getting there. Well, that, that was my point was. Right. If you want to figure it out, it now is the time to start talking about it. It is. Not it is. in exactly. September, not no. in the middle of September. Oh, the logistics need to get like, figured out now. But I started sure. the countdown on the Telegram. I saw that. I saw that. And I brought oh, it up to good. Brian, and then I was like, fuck Brian, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's the attitude you need. That's fuck Brian, what I'll we do need. it myself. Exactly. I'm an independent, grown-ass man. I don't need no Brian. I can take care of myself. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, guys, it's it, we ran over two hours now. Uh, I'm gonna have to get stuff wrapped up if I want to get this audio uploaded before I roll back. So I gotta go work at two a.m. Yeah. Well, hey, let's go around the horn. We'll start with Brian again, and let's. Uh, if you got any final thoughts, then tell us who you are, where to find you, and we'll do this again. I'm sure. Uh, my name is Brian, and you can find me at the Lot <laughs> Project. <laughs> dot com you look at the brian. screen l-o-t-s projects.com oh, brian and i'm a podcaster <laughs> I, my name is brian and i have a podcast uh, <laughs> in my podcast you can uh it is uh raw and kind of off the cuff i just kind of yeah. do my thing talk about my life and my thoughts and uh aspirations and dreams and then we also have a YouTube channel, all sorts of social media stuff that uh, we talk about our three St. Bernards. And I like to hang out in cemeteries and all sorts of other fun stuff. You're just going to have to check it all out. The lots project.com. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm Josh. Find me all my stuff at renegadebutcher.com. Uh, you can follow my podcast, join the, the Telegram group. You can find all the links up there and everything. So I do uh, audio questions five days a week in the group. I put out shorts on uh, on all the social media platforms. Uh, follow me over on Noster. That's been cool as shit. And uh, if you've got questions, pop in. Uh, find us in Telegram. That's uh, where you can ask all the fun shit from everybody here in this chat. Um, Robin, what you got? Oh, yeah, I'm on Noster, too. Yeah, I think we're all on Noster now. I think yeah, we're, we're all migrated our way there well i'm robin holstein i start my podcast out as i'm the west virginia woman 
of robinholstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a good night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. But I run an Airbnb out of my house and, and have direct book uh, out of the house. I'm on all the major um, social media sites. I prefer YouTube at Robin Holstein and Fountain. Uh, .fm, which is the Holstein House podcast. I am also on Noster, and I've, give, I've given my public key to um, Josh to put up in the in the show notes. But yeah, I focus I focus on you know Airbnb type stuff or B&B type stuff, uh, society and cultural issues. I'm in West Virginia, and I, I I talk about the society and cultural issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, and sometimes across the world because I do have a couple people from uh, you know like South Africa and the Philippines. So we talk about food preparation, storage, home repairs, current events, stuff like that. Cool. Uh, my name is Kyle. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at. Uh, Wait, now I need to think about it. At Backwoods Butcher 603, um, we're focusing on uh, animal processing, beef, pork, lamb, deer, all the critters, um, and also everything that goes into it. Building fence, running electric lines, just kind of everything that goes along with it. If I find something that's going to be interesting going on around the farm, I'll tape it. I'll put it up. We'll kind of put a spotlight on it and just kind of grow it from there. Um I am more than likely to make a Facebook page for the web, for the YouTube as well, but you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, we will be uh, making a web page for his content. Yeah, that too. I, listen, I'm learning. You can also <laughs> find me piggybacking off the, all the hard work that Josh has done so far on the Telegram chat. Um, <laughs> and yeah, we're 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 I'm figuring it all out. We're in the process. We'll get there. I promise. I'm on oh, Monster yeah. as well. Um, my pub keys and the um, billboard on there too. So, and I'm only because Brian gave me free lightning. That's all. That's the only reason I'm in it is because because Josh he bullied won. you into it, and then yeah, you forced me into it. Peer yeah. pressure. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> when you just give people money, they learn how to use it. So yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> all right, James, what you got? I am James. I have a YouTube channel that is Gingerbread Farms. Um, my email is gingerbreadfarmsmi at gmail. I'm in all these guys' uh, Telegram channels. My YouTube channel is random. It is what I come up with, what I'm doing, if I think to grab a camera. Um, and I'm just doing it right off an iPhone with no editing or minimal editing on the iPhone itself. Um, what I'm really interested in seeing is... Kyle splicing a pig. Is that like grafting a tree? It'll be interesting. Splicing a pig? You said you were splicing pigs earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just is with that the like different breeds that we're working keep... with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be a chimera pig. Yeah. Be... He's cut it down the middle which way? You cut it cut it is, is the or... Wise or front to back? Or... <laughs> yeah. yeah just, that... it's the bottom. It's got the legs of one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, or yeah, or, or or quarters. I don't know. Maybe, maybe at an angle, like it's forty-five degrees of each. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be cool, Brian. Uh, what is happening? Are you looking at like an LED butt plug or something? Like your face is just like. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. He's got one of those ring lights that does a different color. He's fucking with it. All right. Uh, I put oh, I put, I put my uh, ring light on random. 
and it's always just going through all the settings of all the different colors. He's got a. a, a How high are you? (laughs) Not high enough. I can't do anything fun. Robert Uh, Kabok doesn't know what part of West Virginia. Kanawha County. Are you near the biggest teapot in the country, supposedly, but the one in Navasota is bigger? Yeah, well, I I haven't seen them side by side to know, and um, all my life I've been told that that's six inches. So I don't think anybody's uh, seen them. Who's moved the teapot to? (laughs) No, they. they, Actually, the story behind that is real, real quick. Is that the pottery company that made moved across from Ohio to uh, that? But no, it's about a. Depending on which direction you go, it's about a two-hour drive for me. There you go. There you go. Had no idea. Didn't know I needed to know about a big teapot, but hey. No. There we go. It's, uh, it's, it's like really big. I'm not a little teapot. I'm a big Chester. Chester. I think it's in Chester. I'm not sure. It's up, Josh it's is up on a stakeout. <laughs> yeah, right? Shit. All right, guys. Well, I appreciate everybody hanging out. This was just kind of a random last-minute episode. Turned out great. Great time hanging out with everybody. The comments have been lively as hell. So uh, I'll get this all uploaded. I'll try to get everybody's uh, stuff dropped in there. Uh, Do me a favor in the next few minutes. I saw Robin already did. Brian, I know I already got your stuff. Kyle, I've got yours. James, shoot me your – I know I've got it, but shoot me your YouTube stuff over in uh, Telegram or something. I'll try to get it included in the notes here quick. And uh, we'll catch you all uh, over in Telegram groups. Thanks for the invite. yeah, thanks, thanks everybody for, for watching. Everybody for showing up and we'll have to do this again sometime, guys. This was fun. All right. That yeah, was yeah. fun. Okay. All right. Bye. 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 Yeah.